Oh my god It's another episode of the Fool's Gold Podcast I'm here with King Sage True Penny J I'm Aquaman Lucas We got our good friend Michael Curve the Great Fucking rapper, engineer, producer You know it, you know it, you know it Aurora Mogul Curve the Great, don't forget the eight Yeah Fucking smoking big blunts I got to give credit where credit is due. I did take the great out of his nickname to build one of my own. I ain't going to lie. What you mean? I heard that shit one time. I was like, damn, niggas is the greatest out here. I just don't spell it with the eight, but I'm going to pay my homage. If a nigga say I'm the greatest sage, I'm definitely giving my, paying my respect. And the thing is, see, that's 100 though, because everybody great. You know, when I say I'm the greatest, that don't mean that I'm greater than you. That mean yeah. that I'm operating at my greatest capacity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So like you can operate at your greatest capacity. You can't. You can't. And I yeah. can. And then ultimately we create something great. And oh. that's all you can do. Right and there with infinite, you. You know what I'm saying? Is achieve your version of great. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I respect that. Let's uh, we passing big blunts. Fucking hey, make sure make sure you're speaking into the mic. You know what I'm saying? Am I let, speaking into the mic? Let the people in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's good. Okay. But uh. You've been uh, in the business for years, man. You've been you've been busy this year. You got you just played this art, uh, you, your mixtape. Yeah, drop in, drop in what June second, June third, June third, that Friday. Yeah, I was close. Really, June second at like ten p.m., twelve p.m. You know what I'm saying? Twelve p.m. Colorado time, midnight. Yo. Detroit Standard Time. Yeah, yo. I'm saying. So yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna drop that I Kirby mixtape June third. I got it coming out. I'm gonna drop the uh, cover art coming real soon. Okay. Uh, what y'all think about it? I like it. That shit was hot. I've been yeah, waiting like on this shit, shit for almost a year now. Bro, yeah, two years. Now. Yeah, I ain't really yeah. get a chance to like really sit down and analyze every lyric and shit. But y'all like the vibe, right? No, yeah. yeah but the vibe, the vibe we got the gist of, and and you had some. Uh, there was a couple of songs where you had like a Cali beat. Yeah, yeah. But you was wasn't on it like a Cali rapper. Yeah, oh, yeah it was crazy. a different pocket. Yeah, you know I appreciate I mean? that. It, it was a good vibe. I appreciate that. And real. I've been fucking drinking. Me too. I've been fucking lit. Me too. So bit. I was in that yeah. bitch fucking <laughs> blade dancing in that bitch. <laughs> I caught you on the corner of my vibing a little bit. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, they like this. So, you know okay. what I'm saying? When that bass hits a certain tempo, you know what I'm saying? The blade dance just comes out. That's yeah. what I like, though, because that's what this tape is about. Just having a fun time. You know what I'm saying? Where it feel fun. But also, you learn a little bit of lessons while you having that fun. But it ain't nothing that you really too caught up on that's stopping your moment. You just caught up in the moment, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. going digital. That's why it's called R. Curvy, like the iPhone, you know what I'm saying? We what's, going the, what's the name of the album? I Curvy. It's a, it's a mixtape, yo. I Curvy. Okay. Okay. I Curvy is going to probably be, what, like 12 songs? Yo, 12 okay. songs. Okay. Solid. Yo, Hell yeah. Okay. 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 How is it being? Okay. Throughout the process, because like I said, I've been watching it for about a year. I was wondering when it was going to come out last year, you know, type shit you had. Announced it, but then pushed it back. What's the process been like? So the process has been like overcoming my own, like, uh, obstacles in my mind, like things that don't really exist. It's just been like, man, should I put it out now? Should I put it out later? But everything happened at its own timing. So... I really feel like if I put it out last year, I probably would have gave up on it because I wasn't as consistent. This year, I already dropped eight songs. Mm-hmm. That's more than I dropped ever in a year. We we not even four months in. 
Yeah, we not even saying the plan it's was to drop a song a week, but I feel like people wasn't appreciating me and I wasn't right. having enough time to prepare because I was literally writing, recording, and mixing, mastering the song every week. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. damn, that's a little bit stressful, and they don't give me enough time for preparation, get the right promotion. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I'm like, uh, maybe I should stop dropping a song a week. People then got a little bit of win, you know. I got, got a little digest bit of traction. It. Yeah, they got, they, yep. you know, I got a little bit of conditioning on the, on the right. people, you know what I'm saying? So they feel me, but uh, I was like, let me stop dropping a song a week because I'm wasting some good songs. <laughs> I'm like, Too these strong. songs is really good, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm getting probably like 20, 30 views, you know. But, uh, it, you know, I, su- I appreciate everybody supporting and listening to the song, but at the same time, it's like, I, these songs really do deserve some attention and some awareness. That's true. And yeah. It's That's not true. that the support ain't there. It's the fact that I'm not getting it to the right audience. So right. now I'm like, let me step back, make a no good plan, and uh, get out there and right. get it out there to the people because I got some good music coming out, I promise you. No doubt. And that, yeah. that's the tricky part about, like, the Colorado music scene. Yeah. It's not that there's not an audience. Yeah, it's, sure. it's just hard to kind of tap into because no one in hip hop has tapped into that audience. Nobody, not, not but there's, but uh, there's no doubt an audience because every rapper goes on tour and hits Denver for oh, sure, yeah, right, right? Maybe two times on a tour. Right. You know what and I'm saying? I'm, I'm oh sorry, no, go ahead, you, uh, go ahead. I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that I thought up on the way here. Is that Colorado is kind of like it seems like a great place for consumers and a hard place for like. Um, entertainers people that's yeah. trying to it's similar to make detroit product. in that way yeah you know what i'm saying i feel like uh just in like detroit uh it's like there's a lot of great artists undoubtedly right. you know what i'm saying and just recently it's kind of caught on right but it's kind of just been like a dog eat dog kind of economy where it's like everyone's trying to be the best of the city and there's so much competitiveness it's not like atlanta per se where it's like the whole city's bigging up each artist to the point where that artist is on right you know what i mean and that's what it's about like you got to big up your own city the artist coming out of that city right for your city to get on in general right right i definitely agree with that it's like um man you gotta actually be entertaining you gotta actually remember that your art is good so you know you gotta actually put that effort in the art a lot of people just think because they they're doing something, you know, they're filling the space. Like, oh, I made a song or oh, I made an NFT or something like that. That is like uh, pushing some type of, uh, they deserve some type of clout or awareness off of that. But it has to actually be good. It has to actually be art. You, know you got to put the hours in. A lot of people in. forget that it has to actually be art. It ain't just a hustle. Cause right. Art, you can hustle art, but you got to actually create the art. You know what I'm you saying? Know what I'm saying. Like, you got to actually be art, some type of form of expression. And, and like, even if like you, you drop a song and it hits... If you ain't put the hours in, the longevity is not going to be there. It ain't going right. to be there because you ain't going to, man, you know, we could talk all about that. But it, it's like, you got, you got, like you said, you got to put the effort in. You got to have a purpose behind that and intention. Like, you can't just make it because, oh, I'm about to hustle this money up. Or right. Right. To, like, I'm about to make, be a superstar, be famous off of this. And get some right. type of clout. But it's like. Do it because you love man, it. You got to, you got to have a purpose. You got to serve some type of intention. Because right. at the end of the day, it won't it won't have no longevity, no legacy behind it. It'll just be here and gone. You know, we can mention people, but I won't do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. We ain't got to do no, that. No, 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 no. Uh, how you feel about the current uh, entertainment scene? And this ain't just limited to music. It could be videography, cinematography, photography, you know, like, et cetera. Like out here? Yeah, in Colorado. In Colorado. Because like you seem more Denver active than... 
Give him a code, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a code, <laughs> code and everybody, you feel me? Uh, man, the entertainment, the entertainment ain't as entertaining as it could be, you know what I'm saying? There's like, a lot of creatives. Yeah, it's a lot of creatives, but you ought to also understand this is a business also. Right. So right. you got to... Uh, you gotta also keep in mind that you're trying to monetize some type of entertainment, not not the fact that you're you. You know, like yeah. you gotta be you and you gotta be entertaining. But also the entertainment industry in Colorado, there ain't no entertainment industry in Colorado. We've been building it right now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. We creating it, we pioneering, we building the way, we trailblazing everybody that picked up a mic, everybody y'all doing the podcast right now, uh magazines, everything. That's that's all entertainment. Content, yeah, literally, yeah. And in the past, people have been doing rap or whatever the case is, but um, now we're making it happen. You know, yeah. I, mean, I feel like this is a generation that will burst into the industry. Yeah, and, yeah. and like from an outside perspective, like coming from Detroit and moving here, it's like I felt like a lot of the creatives, not that they weren't good, they were just trying to like like piggyback on another scene whether it be chicago or la yeah sure. it's like you searching that, that, for our identity exactly We're searching for our identity that's what it is but uh a lot of people what they do is they go to other states and they see how culture they is or they might be tapped they might not even go they might just be tapped in with some certain reporters or something like academics before academics was academics right somebody might be tapped in with them and see that scene going on then they'll bring it to colorado and act as if they made that style, you know, as if they originated, like, because, you know, you you serving it to squares, you know, people that squares that don't know what's going on on the left and right sides of the nation. So it's like, they make it seem as if they created, but to other people that's hit, you almost seem like a hater to the ignorant. It's almost like Plato's yeah. son analogy, you know, you like try to tell people it's more, it's more to life, you know what I'm saying? But they like, nah, nigga. And, nah, and Plato got it. crucified for exactly, that shit. Exactly, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, that might be a little bit too deep, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, it ain't never That's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah, that's a damn good yeah, analogy. You know it's a, it get a little deep, you know what I'm saying? But you know, people just re-rocking it. That basically they re-rocking re it and saying, the fuck oh, out we created you. this. But it's like, you just, you took it from somewhere else and you the best in Colorado, but when you put it on a national scale, you just taking somebody's style. Mm -hmm. Right. But, you know, you gotta, at the end of the day, people do be inspired in the Detroit and West Coast beats. You gotta hop on the Detroit West Coast beat if you, you know, if you feel like you got some type of skill because they, they groovy beats at the end Hell of the day. Yeah. But don't act as if, you're a pioneer in this style because the style probably was being created years prior to what you know. Right. You know. And I got and I got two questions on that. One of them, um, how do you, like he said, you had some West Coast type beats on there, but you don't sound like a West Coast nigga. How do you refrain from taking that influence and? I wouldn't say molding it into your own because I, I call myself like a Swiss Army knife with it. Like, I can use any flow, do any flow, but how do you refrain from straying far away from your own style? Man, truth be told, uh, I be trying to imitate, like, damn, like, okay, okay, like, this shit hard. Like, that shit hard and, in my and, mind. And it's not imitating, it's that, like, nothing under the sun is new. 
Yeah. So it, everyone has influence. You know what I'm saying? It's not a bad thing to have influence. Facts. But you got to make it your own. I'll definitely be influenced by people. But at the end of the day, something in me, like my cadence, I just can't say it the same. No matter yeah. how hard I try. Like, I'm not no actor or nothing. So I'm not about to practice somebody else's cadence. I'm going to say what I feel comfortable with. And then to come out with some shit that I'll be like, damn, that's kind of hard. Like, that might be a new flow unlock. That is some shit that I never right. did before. Yeah. So it ain't that I don't be influenced by people. People, you know, I got top rappers and shit, just like everybody. I'm listening to everybody new. But okay. at the end of the day, I'm not thinking about trying to copy somebody or practice this flow, specific flow or whatever. I'm trying to say what I need to say. So it come out how it come out. And right. whatever I think is hard is my mind at that moment. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of hard. They going to feel that. Or I'm, I feel that. It'd be like, yeah, right. I'm, dro- I'm about to drop that. Okay. I respect that. And my other question, too, was... And I just broke out of it, but we was just talking about how everybody feel like they pioneering here in Colorado. But for the longest in this last, what, we've been doing this six years, five years, a couple years in this journey, I felt like, oh, yeah, we just going to do it. We're going to be the first, you know. AUCO, Burgundy House, T9, we're going to be the first. All you other niggas are relevant type shit. I broke, broke out of that. Have you considered that or ever thought about yeah, yeah, moving yeah. away from that style of belief for sure. One thing sense. that's been repeating in my mind is it ain't about who do it first, it's about who make it last. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoever mm. it's like, you can't say you did it first right after you did it first because somebody else about to do it again and they might make it last longer than what you did. You may they might make, make it, it look more beautiful. People don't even you know, know about saying? you. It ain't about who make it first, it's about who make it last. I done did a lot of things first. That's but a bar. Just make it is in one of my bars. I wrote that in one of my raps <laughs> one time, but you know it's gonna come out on. Oh my bad, my bad. It's gonna come out on the mixtape after uh, I Kirby. But uh, like I said, it ain't about who make it first, it's about who make it last. Cause you could do everything first, but you you might be a soldier boy ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Soldier boy syndrome ass nigga. Claiming right. ass boy. Yeah, you just saying you did everything first. You might have did everything first, but did you make it last? Somebody right. else capitalized off of the shoes. Like soldier boy made a shoe. But then we got niggas like Yeezy. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? It's levels. Definitely levels. Yeah, it's just. And in light of that, how do you, you know, speaking of lyrics and stuff, what made you lean more towards having substance and leaning towards, you know, having lyrics and being a more, I wouldn't say woke because that's got such a stigma on it, but more aware and more social activism. I would say you got a couple bars like that. Oh, shit. The way I grew up, the things I experienced and shit, it just be like, man, why make like a song like, you know, like salacious or that has nothing to do with nothing, you know, because your voice is powerful. So you're able to make people do things or feel inspired or feel certain emotions off of that. And and I always wanted to express myself in a certain type of way. So it always come down to a form of expression. So I like expressing myself. In that type of way, that's some, I like to play basketball. I like to work out on things, but I feel like uh, I'm using the maximum capacity of my brain when I'm rapping. Okay. Yeah. So Dude. I feel like yeah, I'm getting every emotion out, every thought out, logical, illogical, and then I'm putting it all together. And I don't lie in my raps either. You know, I might yeah, be speaking yeah. from the perspective. If I say I saw it, I actually saw it. If I say I did it, I actually did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it ain't about glamorizing no street life or right. or being a part of that my message really is just operate at your maximum potential whatever you do if you're doing something negative 
and you really de- dedicated to that, that might be positive to you because negative or good and bad is relative. You know what I'm saying? Right. What's good to me might not be uh, good to you. It might be bad to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, just do everything at your maximum potential. You right. know, just yeah. your maximum potential. Everything that you're doing right now, just think about. And then a lot of people will realize, like, I actually don't want to do that when they think about the maximum thing that they can do, like, in the life that they live in. They'll be like, like, you might be selling dope or you might be gangbanging. Then you think about the maximum gangbanger. You know like what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, you like, like that. damn, that niggas is not nah, fuck Crick Mac. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's like uh, niggas is doing life. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's maximum game bang. You know what I'm saying? Like so, oh, when you really think about the potential of what you, the thing that you actually operating at, you might opt out right. and put your potential to something else. Right. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, those are bars. And who <laughs> but, inspired? Oh, my fault. Yeah, he, my, you good? But I was just gonna speak on like that's why like rap is like the hottest genre in the world right now because people can come on a mic. And say whatever all that they, shit, whatever. Versus they say like every genre before that, like there's a certain like algorithm to music, whereas like rap you can spit whatever your life on in top 16 of whatever bars. you want. All you gotta do is add an 808 on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> and it's hip hop. You know you expressing. I fuck with it, you. Know what I'm saying like you said, you know hip hop. That's why hip hop is the number one because you're not limited to a guitar. You're not limited to right. like a certain standards of music. Right. Hip hop, you could do anything you want. All you gotta do is really just bitch, talk your shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Add some type of uh, sauce to it. I don't even know how to explain yeah, it. We ain't got the words to explain it. It's even easier. And, and the fault in it is that, like you said, people glamorize the wrong shit. Yeah. Whereas like certain people come on the mic and spit their real, real truth. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like it is. It's hard to replicate truth, you know what I mean. So, I mean, a lot of people get on nowadays just talking about some shit that they know nothing about. Yeah, for sure. And then like you can hear Twenty One Savage spit a bar, and it's like, yo, that was way too descriptive for you to be faking the shit. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, that's why people like Chief Keef, Gucci Mane, Twenty One Savage. It's not like they spit the most. Like quadruple entendre bar. It's just right. that it was so descriptive that you gotta actually kind of be in that life or seen that life before to say something like that. Right. It's real. It's where, where, whereas like me, who doesn't have a whole lot of experience in gangbanging or dr- selling drugs, this, that, whatever. Like I could spit a lot of the same shit that a lot of hot rappers spit. Right. Because I listen to hip hop. Right, right. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, your knowledge so ain't limited to your experience. Exactly. Right. So I'd right. rather spit on my experience versus like all these bars I've heard a thousand times and I can replicate And that's that. what a lot of people do. They just yeah. emulate what they heard before. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they, they don't necessarily copy it word for word. They just it's emulate easy, it. Yeah, honestly. like yeah. I could do it harder or I could do it this way. I could do it that way. So it's just like. 
talking about guns, guns they never held and drugs they never sold. Yeah, yeah. a lot of that. <laughs> <Turn shit. laughs> Why the fuck this nigga look at me like I? You know what we doing? <laughs> what you doing? Hey, 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 relax. What you, what you doing? We, we ain't for the door left. What you I doing? I just felt the type of way because the way the nigga stared at me. <laughs> but you thought he was nah, testing like you don't be out here it's a little bit. Nah, I know what I used to say in my raps and shit, but I'm cleaning it up and I'm I'm more authentic than you know when I first started but i gotta commend you as another wordsmith you know and music is like science because like when you really when you listen to my music on some real shit sometimes it ain't super trapped out it's just the syllables and words that i'm using that make it feel like it's like mathematics yeah yeah, i'm I'm using the b's and p's you know what i'm saying they sound like percussion so it getting a little bit lower tone so make it feel like you know i'm talking more aggressive and i'm using just uh, one syllable words instead of three syllable words. But when I'm on my conscious shit, you know, we ain't, we could talk about that when I come back. Hey, hell yeah. Up All Night is still one of my favorite songs. Man, that shit is Bro, crazy. That shit crazy. That, that shit is crazy. Them fucking lyrics was hard. Man, one crazy story about that Up All Night shit is, man, we shot a music video to that, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a hard music video. I'm talking about security came out and they started recording the music video with us at the Denver Coliseum in front of the sports authority field. And then, um, so the dude, I'm hitting him. I'm like, where's my video? Where's my video? And he's like, uh, he, he was like, uh, I ain't got it. Let's reshoot it or whatever. I'm like, what? damn. I'm like, damn, I'm not trying to reshoot it. Just give me my bread back. You know what I'm saying? And right. he was like, um, I'm not giving you your bread bag. And I'm like, damn, just give me my bread bag or I got to deal with it accordingly. You know, that right. that might mean, you know, like business or whatever. You know what I'm talking I'm a professional. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. pro- political and professional. So at the end of the day, he was like, uh, he was like, uh, what you mean handle it accordingly? He was like, I don't care if you're from Aurora. Or he's like, I don't care if you're from ACO. I'm from Juarez. I'm, oh, like, I'm, like, what I'm like, what does that mean, man? Just give me my video, yeah. dude. Like, just give me my video, sir. And then, um, but at the end of the day, uh, I ain't get the video. That's the story. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fucking shitty he, business he, out he, here yeah, in Colorado. Dude, dude blocked me on Instagram, Facebook, everything. And then uh, I seen he had a, a Facebook with his girl. Mm-hmm. It was like... Um, Anthony and Alex, you know, like niggas Facebooks with their girls. Name drop. Like damn, like damn. Damn, I don't know if that was his name. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of making names up right now. I can't even remember his name, but um, he ran off him. Ran off him. I didn't get the video. I'm like, that's messed up. Hey, we're gonna see how far that business takes him. Right. Right. That's what I said. I just left it alone. I put him on blast on Facebook. Like, dude, ran out on the video because I was doing promo. I was about to drop it that week, and Mm -hmm. then. People like where the video at, and then the video ain't coming. So at the end of the day, I had to let people know. Dude ran off with my money. He said, "You not getting no video, and you not getting your money Damn. back." I'm like, "It ain't nothing I could do unless I like had seen you right then and there." And then what I'm gonna do? Just beat you up over this little cheap ass video? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nah, exactly. just let it go. Like, did- if I had a uh, in the future, niggas would be getting sued. You know what I'm saying? That's bad Facts. business. Hell yeah. Facts. I'm in the business law course right now. I'm about to learn how to sue the fuck out of them. <laughs> That's cold. Suing the fuck out. That's Especially cold. about my intellectual property. We ain't playing. Oh, yeah, the IP for sure. IPs are serious. You yeah. went to the NFTs and the Bitcoins and shit. Yeah. How that. I heard about a recent collapse in interest when it comes to Bitcoin and motherfucking <laughs> hey, the metaverse. 
uh, the metaverse the metaverse don't exist yet you know what i'm saying Facts. but but you know cryptocurrency here to stay how do you stay in in yeah i think that's the word i want to use how do you stay inclined to pursue cryptocurrency in the metaverse in the metaverse yeah, um, or and questions. i said and the metaverse yeah well, pursue the, how you pursue how you the metaverse on? yeah like so the metaverse don't really exist yet so you kind of got to wait for them to create it you know yeah. what i'm saying and let it exist it's going to be an integration between the real world and the in the um digital world it's yeah. too it's too new to know what's fake and what's real right what's here to stay and right. whatnot but like crypto has been around for so many yeah. years that like you know kind of like the market and how to play it it's here to and like stay. what coins are here to stay yeah, yeah. exactly ethereum bitcoin are the safest plays even yeah, even literally. if those don't stay you know what i'm saying in the next 20 years the concept of it is here to stay 100 yeah. right. percent. like the blockchain I, I, I feel like it's here to stay i feel like the recent you know three four month dip is because of like politics and government oh, trying yeah, to get into sure. it they're trying to regulate it now you, you know, know what i'm saying said that. buy when it's low bitch come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's low right now it's not gonna be this low it is heavy low right now they knew this shit was about to boom and they, they was like no we gotta we we, we gotta it's definitely about to boom again yeah. i would say just focus on it same thing as stocks you know keep you know what i'm saying just keep an eye on it yeah. Yeah. if you got ten dollars for some bullshit every week you got put $10 that ten dollars in, in crypto. You know what I'm saying, you know put, what I'm it saying? In, put it in anything that will appreciate. You know appreciate hundred percent. Yeah. When did 100%. you get so knowledgeable about money and how to manage? Because I know you, I know how your lifestyle was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, was that an inspiration on how to manage your money, or what? What, what taught you how to be mindful? That's a good question. Uh really just being broke you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, like right you be there. broke and you be like damn i ain't never gonna be this broke again <laughs> like <laughs> so you yeah. figure out ways to just advance it and then um some people like to just stay where it's comfortable but at the end of the day i'm trying to uh get these millions you know what i'm saying billions people Facts. becoming billionaires you know nowadays yeah, you know what i'm saying right. so like kanye west the richest black man in america so why can't i get a billy and you know like 20 30 years you know what i'm saying off of good investments and smart shit you know in right. in my music you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna yeah, give up yeah. on that but the how it started was um being broke for real like having moments was broke and then real early i had touched a lot of money and uh that just taught me a lot of lessons like because i blew the money like, it ain't it like up, i'm yeah. holding on to it to this day um i blew the bread you know we spending like hundred dollars at mcdonald's and shit. Oh, like shit. that type of stupid shit. but um that just taught me a lesson of just being conscious of what you spend your money on because after that i still ran into money after that but uh, money just, come and go. Yeah, money come and go. That's hey, what it's talking about. That's what I said in the bar. And, and, and then you look at like the billionaires, like from musicians and artists and whatnot. It's not the most popping musicians who became billionaires. It's right. the mo motherfuckers who did the most with their money. Yeah, right. Like take you know what I'm saying? You can't, you cannot, fucking you can't make a billion dollars off of music. No, not, not alone. 100%. Not alone. Nah. The motherfuckers who are billionaires off of music did shit with their money. Right, yeah, like the Russell Simmons and shit like that. Mm -hmm. You know, he might not have a billion on paper, but you could assume that he might have a billion. Snoop Dogg. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, they did something outside of music. They created a brand. You know what I'm saying? It's something that was more than just music. It was a... Uh, 
it was a it defined the hip hop culture. You know what I'm saying? It was like right. a staple of hip hop culture. Well, so. even like outside of hip hop, like you look at like the top five earning musicians of all time, the only one that any of us know by name is Paul McCartney. Right, right, right. The other four motherfuckers, like you couldn't name a song. Right, yeah. who are they? Dude, I've looked at the list. I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you the name. I can't tell you, the name. I can't tell you even what genre they were in because it's not about music. They didn't get there off of music. Right. You know what I'm saying? They right. just knew how to play money and, and, and invest right. Right. You know what I'm saying? That right. Financial literacy, you know what I'm saying? And hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? It's, Man, that ain't the thing it's in hip-hop. Yeah, that's, that's not the thing. Niggas is like, hip-hop is I buy a chain. And, yeah, and I buy a chain, I buy a car, that's going to give me more money. You know what I'm saying? Right. In some, some cases it will, but that's the same thing as like a bitch, I mean a girl saying, uh, saying like uh this bbl gonna give me more bread you know it's certain scenes and situations that you gotta be put in to get you that more bread you know niggas be like this chain this car gonna give me more bread like like that's like saying yo and and, and that's a funny point because like dudes in hip-hop blow up and buy a chain right right whether they blow up or not they're gonna buy a they fake chain they have to get yeah. that they you know have to I mean? get that chain with that big ass name or label on it all sorts of shit and then women in hip-hop they gotta get that BBL. they gotta buy they a gotta fucking get that ass body. they gotta get that body which stuff. is wild and they feel like that's gonna put them on a higher status or something like that and some sit but you gotta put yourself in a certain situation in life path to to reach that level of high status off of that BBO, off of that car, off right. of that chain. But if yeah, because you, you selling character. Exactly. Exactly. But if you just got it at the end of the day, ain't no need for no BBO, ain't no need for no chain. Like, niggas ain't got right. The chain is just because you wanted it. Kendrick, right. yeah, Lauren Hill saying, ain't have to do all this dude. extra shit. That's true. Yeah, that's good. But example. we grew, but they came from an era where we didn't have the money that we got in hip hop right now. I mean, uh, maybe yeah, Lauren awesome. Hill. But I mean, at, Kendrick the sa- at, was, at the same time, she was the first rapper to win album of the year at the Grammys. Kendrick is this generation. Yeah. Man, Mostly. 2010, 2012, bro, we was still rocking Vans, fucking Supreme before it was popping. Like, we wasn't Dusty Chain. Fucking, we was wearing weird ass outfits with the fucking button up and the backpack. You 2012. 2010, 2012. 2010, we wasn't. 2012. That's before. This remind you before drill. Yeah, I'm that's, that's still cargo shorts. Days, yeah, I was listening to like Chief Keef and shit. Yeah. yeah, you feel me? Yeah, and before Chief Keef was super popular, he didn't. Before have that. that, yeah, he 2010, I wasn't listening to Chief Keef. I don't even know who I was listening yeah, it was to. It was like Lil right. Wayne, yeah, Wiz Lil Khalifa. Wayne, right. Wiz Khalifa, and they was not five hundred ones. Chucks coming out the jerking era. Hey, you and, feel and, me? And future back in the day was. Cracking off the mixtapes Right And he was What Free band future Was that Because of the Ray band shit I can't remember But Free band That wasn't know, an expensive it was just the mixtapes like, yeah. He was He was the most Popping on that piff Loki just goes off Of the name Cause it was future And it was our future So everyone would type in Future or our future And future would get All the fucking like Algorithm That's crazy Right Dang. So I remember checking uh, That piff back in the day 20, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I got hip to future. Rocco the Don is how I got hip to future. Rocco the Don. Niggas don't know about that. We was real. I don't know how I got Jeez hip to future if I'm being 100. No, and you know what's crazy? I remember like watching a future uh, interview back in like 2011. Like the dude was young. No one knew who he was. And he was in an interview. And I was a future fan at this point. You know what I'm right. saying? He had Same Damn Time and Tony Montana and all sorts of crazy hits. Yeah. He had Pluto the mixtape, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. 
and he's in this interview and this dude asked him uh how'd you get your name and he's like my name is future because i'm the future of hip-hop <laughs> my sound is the future of hip-hop he wasn't and lying. as a fan of future at that time of day i was like no fucking way that's not the future. Yeah. <laughs> and and fast forward ten years later, it's that like that nigga's definitely the future, right? Definitely now. was the future. Yeah, he wasn't lying. That's crazy. Manifesting. Manifesting. Having that confidence. Yeah, but he's OG now. You know what I'm saying? Like he, his style of his style has been evolved. He is People OG took at his this shit point. Further to where the point where uh, it's been taken to another level, and then even the people that took it to another level. There's people after them taking it to another level, so he yeah. probably like a double OG in a way, you know. I yeah, future. it's like uh, Lil Wayne, and I, I refer to like Lil Wayne and Kanye as being like the biggest influencers in hip hop to get it to this day and age. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. But Big Lil Wayne time. passed the torch to Thug, and Thug passed the torch to a hundred billion other rappers. Literally, you know what I'm saying. But it's like uh, it's crazy for us to think. But like when we were growing up, Snoop Dogg sounded like like a old school rapper. You know what I'm saying? But he came out in like ninety ninety two. Yeah, that was you know old name. I was so listen. So Future came out in two thousand ten, two thousand twelve. Right. Two thousand twenty two. It's like we still think of him as a current rapper. Right. But it's like at the day, like, he really like old school. Technically, if you want to go off of that merit, yeah, you know it's saying? a different. But that that style has really evolved his way to this point, and he's been such a seasoned and tenured artist. Consistent, consistent. He's tried things. Him and Thug, Dirty Sprite, everything. It's 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 levels again. Like you know, you no, just it, it's not, Atlanta. Back, back to like the first point I made thirty yeah. minutes ago, or whatever. Like Atlanta really just does a great job of bigging up the new artists, the coming up artists, and bringing up people, and that's what it's about. Cause I mean, ain't ain't nobody doing it by themselves. No, never. you know what I'm saying. It's all all about you know uh, an OG, a vet, bigging up a lower artist, the coming up artist, and that's why Atlanta is the hottest city. You in think that happened out here? Like you think people do that out here? Well, it, it's got to be a snowball effect. So, so it's got it's got to take one person to pop, and not only does that person have to pop, but they have to big up their team. That team has to big up the city. The city has to big up the state. So it's kind of just like a snowball effect. It's, right. You know what I'm saying? Like Dr. Dre, you think of like California hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? We just call it like West Coast hip hop. But like really, that's Dr. Dre. That's just right. That's yeah, his production. He set the and, standard. Uh, and um mm. man, I gotta think of these other dudes name, but they put it on too. I can't remember their name. Uh, from the West Coast? From the West Coast. I'm gonna have to look it up. But West Side Connection? My phone up. Nah, uh, this is like an obscure group or some shit. Nah, Cypress Hill. Let me see. Why fall? I ain't wanna Because I mean, at this point the Bay got their own sound going. Yeah, Stockton got their own sound yeah. going. Like I fuck with California music, I'm not gonna lie. I might have them top right now i mean i feel it i mean in terms of like west coast east coast i've always i've always dabbled in the, the new york scene more yeah so. i'm a west coast nigga at heart i'm gonna keep it funky with you i feel their name is above the law y'all ever heard of them i nah. think i have heard of yeah they a hard time. west coast group for real they uh helped dre with the production and everything okay, okay 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 
So, so okay. Yeah, you. That's. They well, back to what you were saying about um, the snowball effect and everything. Teamwork make the dream work. You see, we operate as a team. Definitely. Burgundy House operate as a team, and T Nine was supposed to operate as a team. Yeah. Can you tell me? What happened there? Because I was watching you niggas religiously. Because when, you know, we all started rapping and shit throughout the course of the last five, six years, I always assume, you know, AUCO, Burgundy House, T9, and Clan. But it started to become just Mike. It started to become Curve. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Can you dabble in the, what happened there or? Yeah. Well, you know, it's still tripping on the clan, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, tease up, you know what I'm saying? But um, at the end of the day, tripping on the clan will prosper how it needs to. People, um, I got some verses with um, Sensei Three Moves. Some of y'all know him as the, the Shan, Shan, you know what right. I'm saying? So uh, we got some songs coming out, and um, I don't know if he's still as passionate about the rap as he used to be. So okay. we got to get it in the booth. And see what uh what's going on. Okay. But uh kids change shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't yeah. he married too? Yeah, no, 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 he ain't he ain't married. He ain't get married. He ain't get married. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna slow down. I'm gonna no, slow yeah, down. yeah, no, he ain't married. He ain't married. He ain't married. That was um that was just uh, you know, something that he had went through. Everybody go through them type of experience. Yeah, no <laughs> so life just hit the group. Life hit the team and it, I mean life always hit me fast paced, you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying out here tent standing tall, T nine clan, you know what I'm saying? Bitch nigga try me that'll be your last. I'm used to stumping niggas out in these vans. It's like this uh, like rapping in any sort of like creative Content or hobby, just in general, right. like the shit ain't convenient. Yeah, no. Nah, so you gotta make. You, gotta be you have to make time for it. You gotta be passionate for sure. You gotta be passionate, and you gotta make it happen because the shit will never be convenient Facts. until it is. It, yeah, and I remember, you know, tripping on the clan. I remember um, Deshan always been passionate about teaching this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why oh. he named himself Sensei. So Sensei you know what I'm saying? He might be more passionate about that than rapping. You feel okay. me? That's so, what you know what I'm saying. So that might be the lane you want to travel in. But that's just a little challenge to him to get back in the booth. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah, just in case he see this. And my, I see. Oh my fault. Go no, ahead. you good? I was just gonna reminisce real quick about Deshant yeah, uh, uh, and Kyle. I was smoking big blunts with back in high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Those were my guys. And Deshant used to have the fucking like, like big boy and. 2000 you know what i'm saying like right. perm straight <laughs> yeah, hair yeah, yeah. big <laughs> pimping <laughs> it was crazy and then like i had only met you last time i saw you was yeah. like 26 early 2016 yeah. yeah it's been a while and, and, and you know we might we might have done a little acid trip we was in the pool <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. i remember yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah that was the only time i had actually met you yeah obviously we've dm'd a whole lot yeah and we've been in group chats and this and that yeah you know what i'm saying we i mean even just like between me and you like we dm'd a whole lot about because i mean music everything i mean i can't speak for anyone else i'm not trying to uh you know not include anyone but like i'm a big picture thinker right you're a big picture thinker for sure you know what i'm saying and like my main focus is putting on my people right you know what I'm saying, right. and, and we, we we've gone off on tangents yeah, to right. DMs and whatnot. Yeah, we don't gotta get into that. <laughs> you know I was, just, but like I was just gonna segue. 
Because you're trying to put on your people. I know For this. Sure. For and sure. your people to you it is black people, black empowerment. For I know sure. you're all, all about day, this. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? What what does that mean to you? What is the direction that you're trying to trying to implement per se? Man. Man, with black people it's more like um education. Realize that you um 100%. kinda like um capable. 100%. Like it ain't nothing necessarily impossible when you put it in perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you whatever you want to accomplish is a part of your purpose. So if you feel something that's always been your dream, in some kind of way you can make that happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't really give analogies because it's X amount of billion people. It's not in the even world. about analogies because right. it's true, right? right. So that's a fact. That's that's really my ultimate goal. It ain't about getting everybody on the same page. It ain't about making everybody think the same or, or just because you black support this person. But it's just realize that you are like a fully capable person. Yeah. That yeah. you you not you're not ignorant. You're not less of a person. You're not this. You're not that. Because you know you're saying? born into a certain situation. Right, right. Where people might be telling you this, this, right. that. You know, so you might feel less than because even your own people might be telling you less than. You know what I'm saying? Right. So just realize that you're more than uh, your experience in the moment. You know, and you can manifest the experience that you want to. Not not in the way of just sitting there thinking, like, I wish this would happen. But if you just actually take the steps to uh, make something happen, then you, you you can actually manifest what could happen. You know? Yo, and that was fucking well said, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> well spoken. He a wordsmith, so he know how to talk. Hey, thank he well <laughs> thank knowledgeable. Hey, I was anxious to get on here. I'm like, damn, you know, they be talking. I was you excited. Was <laughs> you know, I've been curious about you for a while. Like I said, I keep my eye on you, especially being that you in this ecosystem because you get do music with right. Alexis, you do music with um, yeah. Jordan. You was on When Thoughts Laugh and shit yeah. like that. You always had a a, a well tenured pin, you know. Thank so you. it's not like I'm just popping up seeing you for the first time type of shit. Right, I appreciate that. You too, though. You too. Yeah. I check out everything that y'all do. You know, I be tapping. Oh yeah, with Jay. I watch you like I be a tapped in with you, and I be tapped in with you. I be tapped in with the whole. Ah, cool. Hey, how you say A-U-C-O. it? A-U-C-O. Yeah, A-U-C-O. Yeah. How should you say it though? A-U-C-O. How you should be printing A U C O. A U C O. You know what I'm saying? So it's C-O gold and company. company. Yeah. Because A U on the periodic table is gold, gold. company. Yeah. But it's also a double entendre of like Aurora, Colorado, and it's yeah. right, right. That's hard. That's hard. I like Better that a lot. Hey, I need hey, some gear. Hey, I know you're big on Aurora. Yeah, and, I love Aurora. I again. On an outside perspective, moving here and whatnot, there's a lot of kids here, man. And a lot of them are creative and want to express a certain type of feeling, you know what I'm saying? And and they're all looking for an outlet or a sound or a taste or a style or this or that. It's like someone's got to establish that for them because there's so many great kids and creatives in Aurora, Colorado. Right. Like, I mean, what are there, like nine high schools in Aurora? Shame. Something ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. It's a few for real. It's a lot. It's a lot. Not even a lot. But um, man, with the it is a lot of youth out here, and uh, it ain't really nobody to look up to. And, and there's no like in this type of culture. And like for anyone in Aurora, at least for making it in rap, because like that's what I know best. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got to go to Denver, you got to go to Boulder, and even then, it's like far and few between like open mics and opportunities for for kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like I would love to see something in in Aurora to pop up 
to, you know what I'm saying, help these kids who are 16 or older, you know what I'm saying, you know, like come through and, and, and showcase their art, their craft, their rap, their paintings or this or that right. and whatnot. It's like there's so many kids here. It, it, it's like a lost value in what I'm seeing. Right. And it's like someone needs to step up and establish that. I definitely more agree so with you. now than later, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I definitely agree with you. It's um I mean the space is open. I imagine. It's an open market. Right. Literally. And there's an audience market. too. It's right. not that there's not a market for it. Yeah, somebody needs to step out there and Niggas do it Niggas gotta sure. stop being so cool and stop, stop trying to be the number one and try to be the first. Yo, Once niggas break out of that, they gonna finally be able to work together as a team and really push this to where it need to be. Yeah, and that's a great fucking point because, like, that's how Detroit was until the past, you know, couple years where yeah. it's like everyone's trying to be the coolest in the city. Everyone's trying to, like, like, uh... You know what I'm saying? Just, like, radiate this fucking energy of, like, I'm the alpha. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, get over that. Like, we're a team. We grew up a block away from each other. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we have to big up our city because our city's the shit. Man, a lot of people don't um, realize that uh, we are all together no matter what. Like, even if somebody does it first, that means somebody will come back over here and look for somebody else. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There will be a second and third. 100%. So, you know, it's better That's, how, that's we, how the, the uh, you know, the label, the industry, you know what I'm saying, kind of looks exactly. at it. And they right. see what's popping, and then, and, then, and then they go for the second. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what's next best? You know, I'm not about right. to let that label get one up on me, so I'm going to send some A&Rs out there and look. Exactly. You know, like even the Thizzler was like uh, looking at, or I think Say Cheese was looking to see uh, some artists out here in Denver. They was like, should I go to Seattle and Denver? And I think it was oh, like a voting poll or whatever. So I they're going to come out here and be scouting. So it's yeah. just a matter of who, like, you know, survival of the fittest because rap is a sport. Yeah. You know, one right. thing I don't like is um, despite all the unity, rap is a sport to me. It's competitive yeah. by yeah, competitive nature. Right. Fuck. So I'm not about to just um sit back and say, Yeah, you cold, bro. You know what I'm saying? Part of me, you know, is like, no, don't knock the hustle. But if somebody comes to me straight up or if it's a time to speak up, uh I you know, if you garbage, you garbage. You just gotta be garbage. <laughs> right. You gotta hold that, right. you know, you gotta yeah. kinda own that and just be garbage or just stay in your lane where you're not like um you gotta put the compete. hours in. It's man. a difference between rap and hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, some pe- people be pushing the line for hip hop. Yeah. Well, what's the difference between rap and hip hop? Rap, you can hustle. Hip hop is a technique. You know what I'm saying? It's Love a that. culture. That's you know what I'm saying? You can hustle and rap. You know what I'm saying? You could just hustle the rap real quick. Spit some bars. How you feel every day? You know what I'm saying? You don't really need no vibe or or no feeling to spit some rap. But right. with hip hop, you gotta you know you pushing the line. You know, you might be spitting fast. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't like that style, but, you know, it is a technique of hip-hop. But you might be uh, doing the best entendres. You might be doing the best metaphors. You know what I'm saying? But you're doing some type of There's so many ways to be good. Yeah, just like a a martial art. You might punch the hardest. You might kick the fastest. You might do that. But, you know, it is what it is. Right. And and I've always kind of thought of myself, you know what I'm saying, personally, as an MC. Yeah. Versus a rapper, right, or any of these other things, right? You know what I'm saying? Because it's master of ceremony. You're you're kind of guiding 
the movement, the people. I, definitely. You know what I'm saying? That's sure. what it's about. That's, that's, that's the roots of the art. Yeah, it got you a purpose behind it. It got intention behind it. That's the difference between rap and hip-hop. Rap, you could just hop. Lil Wayne might be the king of rap, you know, the best Punch rapper lines. of all time. That's a fact. Because he could just hop on any beat. He's got the greatest punchlines of all time. Ever. But, it, you know, it don't really got no, like, um, purpose or intention behind it sometimes. But right. Lil Wayne also does hip-hop because, you know, he does, like, let the beat build. You know, right. Like, yeah. You know, things like that. So How to love and shit. Yeah, how to love. So, like, that's that's pushing yeah. the line of hip-hop. But, but it's hard to, like, you know what I'm saying, from our hip-hop perspective, to box Lil Wayne in the, like the same box as like a Nas yeah, or, right. or like Tribe Called right, Quest right, yeah. right. cause he evolved what they did though he evolved what they did he took it to the next level of uh, this cause that's what he wasn't going through he wasn't going through sitting in New York crack spots and selling dope you know so he right. was in Louisiana you know what I'm saying right. young young age rapping in the 90s so that's what he his experience was. It wasn't you no know, 80s or 70s, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it had to evolve. That's what's going on now with, like, Playboy Cardi and Yeet. Well, <laughs> Yeet? Yeah. There's a lot of Yeet fans in this household. Yeah, I, 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 I rock with Yeet. I'm, I'm rock, not on the I train rock, yet. Yeah, I rock with Yeet. Yeah, we I, Twizzy. Twizzy <laughs> Can you explain to Lucas somebody that's not a Twizzy? You're not a what Twizzy. What you see? What you uh, seeing, Geek, bro? Potential. Come on, pull me on. What, what, what he doing that no what? one else doing? The vo- well, who who does what he does first? Do I feel like he's kind of a cookie cutter rapper at this point? Like Cardi you know and Uzi. Cardi Uzi. Any <laughs> I mean, I like I like the deep voice. I like I like how he punctuates right. his consonants. But that's a that's a thug thing. Like you listen to like yeah. the, but no, you like you listen to like the Jeffrey mixtape, right? Right. Like, uh, and that's what I love. I love Thug. Period. He copied like, that deep voice from Thug for sure. Yeah, for but sure. like Thug even switches up like his cadence, right? His flows every two bars type shit. Yeah. Not even every two bars, but every album kind of has a different theme, a different. Oh persona, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like Jeffrey, that little mixtape, it had like eight to ten songs. It was yeah. real short, but like it had Harambe and all these different things. Yeah, but he had like a bunch Jamaican of flows that are very unique to that one. For sure, I definitely yeah. agree. Yeet is like um, but the fucking like the like the way Yeet like punctuates is like peas. You know what I'm saying? He's coming. Yeah, P, yeah. Like, he's snapping on every to, uh, every snare. To be honest. Damn, y'all want me to be 100? <laughs> on, come on. I want you to, yeah, keep Yee it real. is opening a lane for people of a different culture, you know what I'm saying, to enter hip-hop. Do y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm picking yeah. up what you're putting Cause, down. Because he's white, but like, if he you didn't is, know that, he's you this generation's that. Eminem. I'm not even joking with what? you. Damn. I'm not even joking with you. Yo! Yo damn. I have not heard that yet. I've never heard Yo, that shit. I'm not joking with you. I'm not joking with you. Think about what Cardi does. Think about what Uzi does. Think about okay. what Nas did. Think about what Biggie did. But like and Eminem Tupac. and like Redman. And I Red think Man, I think get about it. Think what like, Yee is I coming can't. in and doing. Okay. He's opening that lane, and he's also pretty good at it. Yeah, he's he great is. at it. Yeah. No, I, I, I can't deny that he's not good at what he does. It's he's just like, like I not only want uniqueness in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can't say he's unique. 
based off of his based off his based off of his art but the cadences he's hitting are unique for his background oh yeah i feel because like because if that. you think about it because like you said white like they don't got no uzi and no you know right. they got jack harlow jack but harlow. jack harlow don't do that yeah. i love jack harlow Man, no, we so fuck with jack harlow <laughs> but he ain't he ain't moving the people he's like not he like not like he, right he's now. pushing that needle he's one record away from genre. like being like you know like Humongous. cleaning out my closet you know what i'm saying oh. <laughs> like, once he dropped that he's out of here yeah I got he's hard to me i fuck with you I like and, 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 and like either like everyone like doesn't fuck with you or like it's really really on yeah, yeah yeah it's no yeah. like yeah. It's no first, like, i'm not gonna lie first time i heard him i'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> and then but you know it grew i i listened to it and then i was like was like this shit is actually cool man yeah and it's not that i've not given it a good chance it's just that like nothing was bad for it seemed sure. disrespectful right. almost nothing was bad <laughs> But it's just like there's no replay value here. Oh yeah, no. I feel you. Nah. I can see why you say that though. I can see why somebody and would say that. I knew you was hooked because no stalker shit, but I really watch your social media for real because I fuck with you the long way. Yeah. But I saw you had posted some yeet lyrics and I was like, oh yeah, that nigga, that nigga. That nigga's in there. Yeah. He's really I put a up in the right Tonka now. truck. Yeah. Him and Alex is the only niggas I ever heard talk that Tonka shit, talk that yeet <laughs> shit. But when I saw the tweet, I was like, oh yeah, he, he mean it. Shit. I, I, like, I like yeet. I was playing it in the gym today. Bro, I feel like yeah, yeet is some good ass workout music. I feel yeah, like. that shit turn you up. You yeah. know, swear to cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alexis hella so He was like, nigga, you listen to yeet in the car, you might fuck around, crash your shit. Again. Yeah, you fuck around. You just be like, you be like, I just put up to the show. I got to jump in. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bro. shout out to yeet. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yo, and, and it's not like it's definitely no disrespect, and it's barely a compliment. But like, like you said. Like he's the Eminem of this generation. I truly yeah. feel that way. There is a, like a bigger lane for like white people to get bigged up. Yeah. in hip hop, especially yeah. through this lane, it's like I don't know. Like I no white people it. have come up in this. No white people. I don't. Want, I don't is, even want to call it mumble rapping because it's kind of disrespectful. Right. It's, like, it's like punk rap. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's like yeah. rock and roll rap almost because like the they're using them okay. hard synths. Okay. And shit like that. So it's I'll like call rage it punk rap. Yeah, rage rap. Yeah. Yeah. I like, like that, that more than mumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I want to call it mumble. Sometimes you can't understand what they're saying, but you can't understand what punk actual punk rock and roll is saying yeah. but at the same time like the best mumble rappers like they use their voice as an instrument like 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 cardi you know what i'm saying yeah, gonna, yeah, gonna, crazy. Yeah. you know what i'm saying it's not even about the bars and like i know where like a lot of old school type you know rap heads come from you know what right. saying? they want the bars you know they want the substance. yeah they want the bars but like, I can see both sides because I respect someone who can use their voice. Sometimes you just want to vibe. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to have to. You know what I'm saying? Put your mind to listen to and, this poetry. And I don't know. If you, <laughs> I don't know if you hit, but I'm the biggest Zaloopers fan on the face of the earth. What's that? Zaloopers. Oh, you don't know Zaloopers? Nah. I'm just I'm okay. just blessed because I'm from Detroit. Otherwise, I might not know about them. Right. That's but a fact. It's just a fact because he's really underground. But like, oh yeah, that's underground. He's the Best at using his voice as you just put me on. I'm gonna have to check him out. You're gonna have to, bro. Yeah. And I feel like that's why Yeet don't hit for me. 
honestly, because like he does all the shit that Yeet does, right. but like he does listen. twelve other things in the same song. Right. That's hard. Like his voice inflections, in his flows, him. and even his names. It, the Loopers. It sounds like a group. So it, and when you hear a song, it sounds like there's Z S L O P P E R S. Yeah, Z E L O O P E R S. Z. Damn. Yeah. Loopers. It sounds like a group. And when you and when you hear a song, it sounds like there's multiple people rapping. Because he will come through with the deep voice. He'll come through with the high pitch, high pitch shit. Yeah, it's crazy. His flow, his flows are fucking. Some of the yeah, best ever for spit. Sure. But like, I feel like Yeet do a version of that. I'm going to have to check it out then. But Yeet. like he only does like, you know, a tenth of what Loopers will do on a track. Exactly. Yeet That's is, why it's mainstream. Because it's conventional. You it's take it out all. It, hey, man, this why we work together. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's digestible. He took the words right yeah, out of my mouth. Yeah, for no, sure. I mean, as an artist, it's, it's all about making things digestible. Because you can make art for yourself until yeah. the day you die. You know what I'm saying? For you sure. gonna you gonna get your bars. You gonna get these references. But like, you gotta make it digestible. You gotta to the make it. Yeah, that's a day. part of the and art. It's not, and it's not about selling out. You don't have to sell out to do that. No, but like, you have to keep the balance between. What you want to make and what you want yeah, to say, and what the people can digest. Yeah, that's a part of the art to me, because it's like if you just make what you want, it's not necessarily a challenge, and you gotta have a challenge yeah. to get your message across to the people in right. a way that you want, where right. it's digestible. That's that's my favorite part, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't about this, because I could sit down and write raps all day about my thoughts and everything, but. Yeah. But the hardest part to me is just like, uh, how could I make somebody Someone else feel this shit? shit? Yeah, where they feel I like they're in my somebody. shoes. You know what I'm saying? Where they're like, you know, I'll be trying to make niggas cry when I make a song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's not about making a million people cry. It's about right. making one, one person, motherfucker. Yeah, where they like, damn, I feel really this feel shit. this. I feel like he made this for me. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And that's what it really be all about. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's the best part to me where it's like, Somebody might be going through the exact same thing right. twenty years from now. You right. know what I'm saying? And then it just click. And then right. like, yeah. And and that's the and that's the best like hip hop rap music, you know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers sure. who were spitting in the nineties about some shit that is super Relevant. current today. Yeah. Right. That's what make it classic. Time. That's what make it people timeless. be calling things a classic a week later or they be saying, you know, like, Oh, this is the hardest rapper or things like that. But you know, People live in the moment. People, especially I, in this day and age. Yeah, what I've been realizing a lot is like people like um, just uh, feeling things. They don't like thinking about it. Like a lot of people just be like, oh yeah, I just feel like this is the greatest rapper of all time. But when they like, instead of thinking, like you know, they're like, no, right. when I actually think about it, how could this be the greatest rapper? They all just time? didn't live for two years. Outcast you know or exactly. Tupac or Biggie. They didn't exactly. live that time to experience it. A lot they don't of, have that same nostalgia. Yeah, we live in a society where you can't like content is every week, literally. every day, yeah. every hour. So they living in the moment. You living about what you feel in that moment right now. You know, it's like what the yeah. what you, what have you done for me lately mentality. So it's right. just like uh, everybody just got a feeling, and you can't say that feeling is wrong. You can't say right. oh no, nah, that might be how you feel, but this is what happened. 
Yeah. And then people be like, nah, 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 nah. You just. Nah, nah, yeah, you no. Know and people saying? are so right and die over their opinions nowadays. Right. right. It's yeah, like they yeah, can't yeah, even recognize opinions. that it's an opinion. Right. Yeah. Versus like a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I totally respect like you thinking like so and so is the greatest rapper of all time, but like that's not a fact. Right. 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 That could be a personal opinion, opinion and right. I respect and that. Literally, they just, but like you're not finna put fucking Uzi over Outcast, like, right? You, you can't, can't do and that. no book, you can't do that, and you there's no book that, that exists. No, yeah, you can't do that. that in this generation. In the past five years, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Uzi been killing shit over Outcast, but right. when you put it in the perspective of, of hip hop, you know, that's like putting Obama over Alexander the Great. That's a good analogy, bro. You snapping with these analogies. <laughs> bro, the nigga wise, G. He's smart, bro. He he, he got some wisdom that. to him. Thank you. I appreciate that. Cause I'm just talking with y'all. Y'all smart, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, we that's geniuses. I'll fuck with y'all. Yeah. This is a good combo. Oh, no, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. Speaking of feelings, going back to feelings, but I'm a segue. Towards all feelings, no facts. All feelings, no facts. I think he even tweeted about that. But um, when it come to damn, Curve came through with a personal bartender. Yeah, <laughs> nah, 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 that's nah. my girl. Chill out. Shout out to Tara. She doing her modeling. Yeah, shit. shout out to Archer. You know oh yeah, model, fashion nah, designer, man. strong black woman. Hey, what's what's your at name? At the official Taryn V T-A-R-Y-N-V You know what I'm saying Shutting shit down you know what I'm Knew her yeah, since high up. school Always knew she was gonna be good people Shut up Let's go 2022 Tyra Banks Oh she gonna She gonna blow that lady out the water Just wait on it Facts Did you Speak on it Did she come with you to the Wolf Wednesday performance She did How was that Tell me about that experience Hey man that performance was actually pretty cool Honestly Alright so Wolf Wednesday is one of the only open mics In the city right now In the city Honestly we need a lot of research They really are We all need to go down there I'm going to We do They do Yeah Jaden came with me. I'm a little Speak worried. Speak on it, Jaden. What you yeah, think about the experience? Record some back, uh, behind the scenes type type deal. Yeah, Damn. tell us about it. Tell us about it. Uh, it was kind of awkward at first. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was. Uh, everybody <laughs> just kind of because. Well, first of all, it was not the venue I was expecting because what I've seen on Instagram, they have like an actual stage, and this was like just a little Oops. small bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then like you like the wall had like a. I guess it's kind of like a booth bench, but not like a, a actual booth. Right. Mm-hmm. And like everybody's just sitting there, and you know they got some music playing, but the DJ was just not playing the vibes at all. Not so tapped like in. Not tapped in, uh, to say the okay. least. No offense to okay. him, I forget his name. Don't matter. Um, don't don't, <laughs> don't, don't put him on blast. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. He wasn't. He wasn't cooking. Yeah, yeah. No he wasn't. He was, was alright though. Yeah, he was playing his beats though in the time yeah. where like Chief Keef should have no. been rocking. Oh, yeah, he was playing no, like was. instrumentals yeah. and shit. Yeah. He was playing his own his own beat tape. Yeah, they got to drop See? that. Hey, y'all. Yeah, get the right. Yeah, you gotta get the people on everything. You gotta get the people moving. Right. And so, but they kind of started off with everybody. They wanted people to freestyle. Like the one dude was like, "Yeah, so if anybody want to freestyle on these beats, like go ahead and get Damn, on here." Bro. And uh, yeah, that was just that's, that's a pickle, bro. It was a pickle, bro. Yeah, for real, that's all I can say. Because I, I mean, like, even like, I mean, 
freestyling for me has always been like the hardest thing because I've always been I've always thought of myself as a writer you know what I'm saying so that's the me one too. thing I try to work that muscle as much as I can you know what I'm saying but like on the spot in yeah, front of people, people on the mic it was, the, they was doing their little thing and um, the reason why I'm in the group is because I can freestyle you can freestyle was, they fuck with me off the freestyles but some Oh, not, not right hey. now. They got to pay for that. They got to pay for that. That's going to hit we the gotta, Patreon. We got to go to Damn. Wolf Wednesdays and um, go ahead and, and get do it that all together for real. Yeah, shout out to Wolf Wednesdays. Yeah, they I, was cool, I, though. I, the experience was cool. I, I'm yeah. definitely going to head out for one. Let me know. I'll go with you for real. Oh, yeah. for sure. Then, oh, yeah. But I, I was drunk a little bit. and uh, For sure. Man, I was, t- I was turned up. I'm not. I had to ski on. I was turned up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kill this shit. But keep in mind, it's an open mic, so right. I'm, I'm, yeah. fa- I'm prepared to do a concert, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, I'm trying nah, to keep it going, so I'm killing it, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing the song. It's probably, I don't know how many people was there, but a couple of people got their hand in the air, yeah. and then I'm like, okay, that's cool, and I'm like, let me do another song, and they're like, <laughs> they're like it was only two songs. Keep in mind, I just did three songs, yeah. and then like, trying to do a I got carried away, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got a little yeah. bit of like, hey, you trying yeah. to do two more. Yeah, you ready for that lifestyle? Hey, I was ready. That's what I when I went to Wednesdays, I realized like I need to do a concert. Hey, but that's the thing. Like the city gotta fucking get lit for everybody. Even if they trash for real, like if you showing out for your city, like you 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 gotta pick them up. And they was rocking with me for real. They they was liking the music. You know what I'm saying? And then um. I'm like, let me perform it. Like, just get off the mic. I'm like, damn. All right, let me get off the mic. <laughs> I'm like, no, and I've d- I've done a lot of open mics in Detroit. I haven't done anything out here for real because there's not a lot of opportunities nah, out here. Nah, Detroit, especially man, with an audience block. where you feel appreciated. A hundred percent. And that's what I was about like to say. Five people out there. And that's what I was about man. to say. Like the audience totally changes yeah, everything. Sure. Yeah. Like I could do the same song at one spot. Versus another spot And it'll hit completely different Yeah Just depending on how like The audience is feeling And it's more so like It takes one motherfucker In every audience To get the audience comfortable and lit hey, that's You know crazy. what I'm saying yeah, All it do That's all it, that's all it takes Dude, I went to a metal concert And that was the case I don't, I don't know if niggas listen to fucking rock and roll, metal, heavy metal shit Sometime. like that. I don't I never even. fucked with that shit up until this point. Some nigga at my college roommate had an extra ticket, took me in. I'm just standing there, and I'm like, I don't really fuck with this. Damn, there's some but goth. There's some goth shorties for me. Hey, bro. I'm looking. Some pale, fat titty. Sick nigga. Oh, he want a cow. But nah, uh, this nigga's tripping. Nah. But one of them motherfucking white boys was in the crowd. Like, he was getting lit. And it was one of the dudes' black guitars. It was pretty. I was like, okay, you motherfuckers. The black dude always on guitar or bass. You know, one of those. Go crazy. The drums, yeah. yeah. The drums, the yeah. He was rocking, they was going nuts, and I started to feel the energy. And I was like, All right, this shit's starting to sound hard, and then it just started progressively getting better and better. And I was hooked, yeah. I would say they gained a fan, man. and I even took you to uh, Yellow Days, and you took me to Yellow Days. I don't fuck with the type of music, I'm trying to listen What's Yellow to trap Days? Shit. Yellow Days is, he, I mean, he's our age for real, yeah. He's a singer and, and he produces most of his music, oh, it's he an plays. Artist. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, an artist. Okay, okay. And it's one single dude, my dude, my dude George, man. He's one of my yeah, favorite I artists mean, of all time at this point. He's our age. He's he's just getting started. He plays drums, guitar, bass, keys, here? all that shit. No, he's from the UK. UK. Oh, that's yeah. what's up. So he makes like jazz. He makes like funk. 
and all sorts of shit. But he's so, he's so good. He's That's so hard. good. But I, I took him to a Yellow Days concert, yeah. and you felt that shit. Felt it. You could feel he it, bro. He's the blackest white boy out, bro. He sound like fucking, um, oh, like fucking Muddy Waters, bro. He got that real fucking. He I don't has, even yeah, know if y'all know who Muddy Waters if, is. If I, don't I didn't know see that Doggy cool. in person, I wouldn't have thought he was white for real. Ski. What's his name again? Yellow, Yellow Days. Days. Yellow Days. Uh huh. Yellow Days. Shout out to Yellow Days, fool. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. <laughs> My man George, Rick Wilson, his Rick opener, Wilson crazy. man. When I say that was a different type of performance, he's from Chicago. He from Chicago, but he make that funk music. He don't make like, but he raps. Rap. He raps on funk beats. Yeah, so like live band funk music. He hard he's rapping. But so he, he on some like Anderson Pop type shit. Yeah, slightly. That's yeah, good, yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah, okay, in a way. okay. Chicago with the conscious, you will fuck with him. Chicago the with the conscious. I love Anderson Pop. Yeah. Damn, that nigga rapping. Oh yeah, Chicago with the conscious. You feel me? That's hard. Yeah. But he had to gain his like. I like how y'all was saying you got to just get one of the crowd members in. Attack them and I'm make sure everybody dude. get blown. Yeah, y'all man. gotta pay me to be in your I, crowd because I be getting the crowd lit. What yeah. you think about my performance when I was performing at Wolf Wednesdays? It was cool. I couldn't like get the crowd reaction because I was more like on the camera. Oh yeah, so I that's couldn't true. like take in the full essence of what was going on. But I enjoyed it. But that give you unbiased. So what you think about it overall? What would you give it out of a ten? Out of a ten, I. When people Man. always ask me out of ten, I, my number is always seven because I always just go there. But like, Damn, no, compared crazy. to no, 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 that's just no, 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 I was prefacing. I was prefacing. Oh, you prefacing? Okay, I was prefacing. Like, because people always be oh, he might give me a six because that's my favorite number. But uh, no, like compared to everybody else, definitely like I blew him out of the water. But like, I would probably say like eight or nine. I mean, you have like stage presence for sure. I'll take that. You have. Mic etiquette, and I feel oh, like you. compared to what everybody else was doing, I mean, there was a couple of people I didn't even know if they were performing their own songs right, for me real. Either. Like I yeah, thought they were like, yeah. they performing some SoundCloud virus shit. Stuff. <laughs> Yo, and I got a crazy story for y'all because in these open mics in Detroit and whatnot, so fucking there was a group I remember they they were shutting shit down. Right, like they had the crowd moving this that whatever. And it was like four dudes, but. I really, I really listen to music. Right. So uh, you're not finna slide shit by me. Nope. I was like, you really doing someone else's song, and I knew it. I can't even recall what song they That's were doing. Wild. But no one else in the crowd knew that they were doing someone else's song, and they were verbatim. Man, that's why I've been in a couple situations like that where I'm riding with a dude. I'm like, yeah, I be doing music, you know, like, like listen to my shit. Then he start playing this shit. There's some like YouTube, like SSG Kobe or something. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, hey, I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is that shit not wild that people be doing that shit. That's I'm not crazy. gonna lie. Look, this I'm gonna give you an exclusive story. I'm in like sixth grade, right? Y'all know who the Joker is? Yo, I, that's, that's, yeah. crazy. that's crazy. It's bro, like my that name shit. is the Joker. Habitual smoker, you know what I'm saying? I memorized that, right? I'm I'm rapping that around the school. And then somebody asked me, like, damn, that's how you wrote that. I'm like, hell yeah, I wrote (laughs) that. (laughs) 
I'm like, yeah, yeah I wrote that. That's that's my shit. But then, like, you know, oh, that was sixth grade. I that wasn't was even say, thinking about being yeah, yeah, a rapper. That was a that. while yeah. ago. I'm like, yeah, that shit was hard. I definitely wrote that. <laughs> but nah, that was, I was a kid though, so nah, I don't do that nowadays. I write all my own shit. Nah, I mean, yeah. I, I respect that over what I was doing in sixth grade. Yeah, I was trying to holler at shorties. <laughs> nah, yeah, I did it. I did it for a shorty. Yeah, she was like, damn, you wrote that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, I wrote that. And I was spitting this shit in front of her on some childish shit. Back Fucking, then, did, uh, that, did that tell you that you should be a rapper? Did that? I wasn't even thinking about you it. You wasn't even I thinking. I wasn't even thinking. I'm like, damn. I'm like, these metaphors done got me, you know, a little shorty. Yeah. Like, I'm fuck with the Joker. Well, speaking of that, I got two questions then. What got you into the rap game? What made you start rapping in the last five, six years? Because I remember hearing you on Alexis' first project. I'll be 100. The, uh, my mom got me into like rapping and writing rhymes and shit because, you know, I was like angry and frustrated when I was younger. And she mm-hmm. like, she like, why don't you just like write? You got r-? siblings? Yeah, I got uh, three siblings. I got a, a little brother, a little sister, and an older sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then uh, my mom, she was telling me like, uh, just try like rapping her because she couldn't get through to me. She was like, just write your, uh, exp- express yourself through your rhymes. That's yeah. why I say uh, rapping is a form of expression for me because that's really how it started. That's how you got into it. Yeah, I, I was listening to Easy E and shit, and I'm like, this nigga expressing himself. I'm like, this <laughs> shit got hard. Like he's saying whatever the fuck he want. I'm like, yeah, I could put that in a uh, rap forms, like really what I feel, really what I think, right. and then uh, people won't be as offended. Cause like uh, you know, I say my thought. I'm an extrovert. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not no introvert. I don't really hold my thoughts in because I don't feel like um, I pay consequences for speaking my mind. I pay co- consequences for acting on uh, the thoughts that I think. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So if I speak my mind, you really the consequence that I pay is uh, your opinion, and uh, you know that's that's an easy consequence that, to pay. Yeah. So in. Yeah, so I'm an extrovert. I don't really see no point in being an introvert, in my opinion. But I respect introverts because it's something that I can't do, you know. And in some ways, hey, I, I, I was like gonna more. say the same thing because I feel like I'm kind of an introvert by nature. Right. I envy that. And, and where I feel like I'm, I'm working yeah. towards that. And it'd be vice versa with uh, extroverts because, like, sometimes you be more reserved, and sometimes it's like I can't hold my tongue, right. and it get me into confrontation a lot. So you know, sometimes an introvert knows when to stop. And, and be yeah. more reserved in, in good situations. Right. And I'd be like, damn, I wish I could could have been more silent in that situation. But I right. just felt like I had to say something. Yeah, and that gave me spitting, more troubles than something. Bro, hell yeah, he insightful as fuck. <laughs> hey, and <laughs> I saw your tweet recently that you said that you had to really overcome the idea of being a rapper or being labeled as a uh, rapper. Yeah, yeah. What what's that mean and why you had to say that? Are you trying to venture out into other things and you don't want to be limited to rap or what what's in your you know it's in your heart? It's really insecurity. It's like the same idea of like a nigga saying like oh I don't want to tell everybody I work at McDonald's. That's kinda of how it feel yeah. like when you first start rapping. Like Oh, you lame, nigga. You rapping. Yeah. Like, so you don't want to tell everybody, like, I really got a passion. You know, I'm recording on my iPhone, putting a speaker next to the iPhone, like, kind of rapping on that shit a little bit. And right. then, um, you know, I, you don't... I remember that iPhone recorded. Yeah, uh, yeah. Triple nine. I have, yeah, we used to tape. do that shit all the time. <laughs> so it was kind of like, you kind of be embarrassed a little bit, kind of like, 
rappers is lame, you ain't gonna make no money. That's right. kind of like going to the NBA. Right. Like, no, how I, you gonna make it to the NBA? And I feel that because I would have started. I started really pursuing music in 2014. I had written songs way prior to that. Right. Because I love music genuinely. But coming from Detroit, like as a white boy, kind of like I don't want to say white trash, but like that's what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Eminem super empowered the white trash community in Detroit. Right. So every, you know, he provided context. A hundred percent. So every kid like that I seen as a peer was trying to be a rapper, and I fucking hated all. Right. That. Yeah. yeah. That's the con- yeah. That's so the like same I would have pursued yep. it so many years before that, but like it was such a stigma to it. Yeah. Where it's like you one in a million. Look at all these kids doing it. They all fucking you know. What right. I'm saying? Nobody ever takes it serious. They it's rap a hobby. To they rap until they forty. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and not doing nothing. And that's a fear. Everybody, you know, everybody got that fear. It's like, damn. Like everybody got that fear sitting there at the label. Like, am I about to be making podcasts till I'm forty, getting twenty views? Am I about to be making music till I'm forty, getting twenty views? You know what I'm saying? That's what every on everybody's mind. But uh, what I learned is, you know, like when people say I ain't got no fear, that's somebody that ain't got nothing to lose, no real aspirations or dreams. Yeah. Because if you got aspirations and dreams, then you fear felling. The, yeah. the fullest potential of those aspirations and dreams not accomplish those aspirations and dreams because right. we accomplishing that dream right now right. every time so, i hop on the track every time we hop on the mac uh mike and shit like that you know what i'm saying that's yeah that's you accomplishing that but it's the fullest potential you dream of accomplishing that that you fear of failing so it's like um and I, it's not the fact that i don't fear nothing it's just the fact of how i respond to fear because some people crumble up and just uh like oh i'll just I'll be comfortable doing this because yeah. I'm. If I get too full of myself, then I'm, I'm scared that you know, like I was like, like, you know, too full of myself. Right. But at the end of the day, you gotta fail a thousand times to succeed that one time. So as long as you succeed that one time, then you know right. you got through that obstacle. You circumvented whatever was in your mind, whatever was in your way. So it's not that you don't fear nothing. It's just how you respond to fear. A hundred percent. Hell yeah. For and- real. How do you keep that confidence in this uh, in this career path? Being that your support system—that's how I saw T Nine. Everybody in that whole situation was like your personal support system. Like AUCO, my support system. Burgundy House, my support system. Right. When you felt when those guys started to dissipate from around you, how did you maintain your confidence? Because we don't talk as much as you know. Right. We should, especially being that I see you as part of the mold. Yeah. But how do you keep that confidence? Who gives you your support? Man, that come from your mom. <laughs> yeah, my mom's the people uh, around. Just from me. what I'm hearing. Yeah, really come from my mom and the people around me. Just seeing how like motivated they be and how inspired they be off their own intentions mm-hmm. and off their own dreams of success. It's like, man. Who say it ain't like possible? Right. Like you, like you know. So I just be inspired by everything around me. When I wake up every day, I just be like, <laughs> like I'm alive. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'll be like really excited, anxious to start the day. So that that confidence come from the purpose because I need I I I gotta help certain people in this life. You know what I'm saying? So right. it come from like. 
failure ain't no option. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's just like a lot of people that I want to help, a lot of things that I want to do. I might not even know some of them people yet. So, right. So how could I stop now? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, how could I? Uh, it's just be like, uh, I could do a lot. And I feel like, like I said, it ain't just about me doing a lot. I can inspire somebody to else to do a lot. Oh yeah, right. you know that's, what, what, that's what Tupac said. He right. said, "I might not be uh, the dude do, to do it all, and that's, but I might inspire the mind who does." Right, right. And that, that's something that uh, shit I be living by for real. It's like one, uh, you know, like one one person teach another person, and then the yeah. other person teach two people. That person teach four people. It's an evolution. It's about getting better. Right. So that's what that's what really inspired me. Just pushing. I'm an objective thinker, so I want to push humanity forward, not just myself forward. Okay. Right. It's That's just like, uh, what's the next evolution of um, thought, like Plato and, and things like that? What's the next evolution of technology? What's the next evolution of a uh, way of life? Because... Mm. That's that's kind of what inspires me, and if I could just put one foot towards it, I don't got to think of the whole idea because I know it got to be a collective. If I could just put one piece of the puzzle onto the map, then I'll be grateful. Right, perfect. And, and you mentioned uh, Plato a few times. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. You, you, you like philosophy? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I love philosophy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so Socrates. Socrates, yeah. Plato. Malcolm you know what I'm saying? And, and that's the craziest thing. And, like, you can you can use that analogy for so many things. But, like, the, in the philosophy world, like, they call, like, philosophy. Uh, hold up. Uh, Socrates, as a man, yeah, lived one lifetime, had his own philosophy. He was a... And he was a descendant of Plato, but like they call philosophy pre-Socratic and post-Socratic, yeah. Because this one man came through and changed the whole game, right? So they had to like define the game by like pre-him and post-him, right? That's crazy. It's crazy, right? That that the, when you think about like thought and things like that, really we just debate the way of life. You know what I'm saying, and, and shit gets come denied in and change the way of life. You got to stand on your ground, right? You know right. what I'm saying, what you believe right. in, that's because people, people get denied. That's why you call people prophets and things like that. You know what I'm saying, because they come in and they add something to, to even people. Like we'll take, we'll simplify it to like hip hop. You know, like people like Jay Z, Nas, Playboy Cardi, and things like that. They're Nipsey. adding some Nipsey. They're adding flows in 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 different lanes. Of this culture that we call hip hop, life is a culture. Yeah. If you just if you take life as a culture, then you know you can add and remove things and and change what we got. People call social engineers because they yeah. they change the way people think. You know, and a uh, hundred years ago, people weren't living the way they are today. Not right. You know what I'm saying we living in a complete advanced and like that's why it's so so We're much disruption. Yeah, that's why it's so much disruption and um and chaos. What, what people will call chaos in the world today because yeah. this is a new new total new system right you know what i'm saying it, it, it's like uh we needed galileo to establish that we revolve around the sun right versus the sun revolves around right. us that, that for us new. to think about the next thing and that's right. what that's what people call consciousness because uh at, at the end of the day when when something sticks that's obviously truth 
So when you, when you add truth to consciousness, when you make something, that's just awareness. It's that's just, an, it's simply it's just it's another awareness. step on the staircase. Yeah, you just you become aware. It's like when people discover a new planet in the universe. All of a sudden, they're drawing the universe bigger. It's not that the universe wasn't there before. It's just that you right. don't know what and you don't know. And then the next know. guy doesn't right. have to establish that. He can work on new things. Right now, they're studying the planet that you discovered, which might take things further you know what i'm saying like yeah you don't know what you don't know then there's things that you know you don't know like we don't know how far the universe goes but we don't know what's in the universe you know what i'm saying like like we don't know what you don't know but uh overall i forgot what the question was oh no no (laughs) we didn't didn't you hit that out the park don't you worry (laughs) i'm just letting you rock i'm Shoot, I'm trying to think what else I had on them notes. Uh, I was going to talk about mental health as a rapper. Because coming with consciousness, you got to be self-aware. Right. And being self-aware really, you know, takes a toll on your mental health. And Jaden is one of the few niggas that really got me into this mental health thing. Mental health bullshit. So, what, y'all, what y'all think about, like, mental health when we go around the room? I mean, to me, it's super important. Yeah. I mean... It's hard for me to speak for people, but me personally, I feel like I've kind of just been destined to be depressed or in my head or this or that, whatever. So it's just like my whole lifelong mission to just like kind of set myself up for success. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a firm believer in everything's a choice. You know what I'm saying? And like you can deny that as much as you want, but like it's a snowball effect. Like I said before, like one choice leads to another and another, and it's yeah. a snow slope. It's a slippery slope. It leads to you just being in a fucking shit situation, but you gotta make little decisions. You gotta make them the right way yeah. to lead you in the right path. I definitely agree with you. You know what 100%. I'm saying? So you can't you can't underestimate every any decision because everything leads to everything it's like uh the movie yes man yeah which is super like uh you know satirical or over exaggeration of like what life is you Mm -hmm. shouldn't just say yes to everything but at the same time it's like the lesson was just be open-minded be open to opportunity I love that movie, honestly. I love Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's fire. Jim Carrey is the goat. Yeah, like you, like you said, it's the little decisions that uh, over people think they'll be happy tomorrow. Then people think they'll be make one decision and and they'll be happy for the rest of their life tomorrow. They assume there's a tomorrow. That. But one thing that I, you know, I ponder on that a lot, like uh, mental health and things like that. But now we got into like ha- happiness, so it's like uh, it's one thing that I call compound happiness. Just like compound interest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You it takes time to get rich, and you gotta you gotta you gotta invest your money in smart ways. Make decisions now that you might be sacrificing to be poor right now. You know mm-hmm. you do sacrifice the ramen noodles and bologna in your fridge just to invest in Amazon in 1999. Then ten years later, you know what I'm saying? You're rich. So in which also provided a little bit more serotonin for you to be happy you know what i'm saying so it's like compound happiness you got to make decisions you literally got to make decisions today while you sad you might be sad making these these decisions that might make you a little bit more sad because you know what you're sacrificing today but uh you know like three four months you know maybe a year two years later you'd be like man i'm really glad i went to college during all that 
I might have yeah. been homeless at that time, you yeah. know, couch surfing and stuff like that. But I'm really glad I did that because now, you know, I'm in a, a corporate office and I'm making $25 an hour and I'm able to afford my apartment. And instead of continually be homeless, you know, it's compound happiness. You got to you got to make decisions for your future instead of just being happy today because you might get what you need today. But how long would that last? Yeah, like I said, it ain't about world, yo, and that's a fucking bro. Right. Well said, a fucking Thank again. <laughs> and like I, I firmly believe in the compound happiness theory. I've just never even said it like that. You explained right. it though. That's what. That's what. Hundred percent. I'm just so glad you put a fucking term to it. You know what I'm saying? Because it really is compound happiness. It's not like one thing, one day. This is gonna make you happy. It's like you gotta. Work to achieve that work, every like single muscle. day. You know, it's like eventually right. that that happiness will build up. Do you know? I'd have made all these decisions in my life, and now eventually I changed my life. I personally experienced it. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't think that the same thoughts I thought today, but right. then one day I woke up like, damn, like yeah. I'm, I'm fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Real trip, I took real talk. I took an acid trip, had an ego death or yeah. some Nirvana type shit. Oh, and I'm shit. like, what am I doing with my life? I'm treating everybody horrible. I'm treating myself horrible. And that just triggered it. That didn't start it. That just triggered it because it already has started because obviously for me to take the acid trip, I was thinking them things before. Right. So it triggered it. It made me think about it on a different level. Then I sobered up and I'm like, yeah, let me go ahead and um, let me go ahead and uh, look into these thoughts that I had. Not necessarily act on them because they was, right. they were still intoxicated thoughts. So you know, I looked into them and I discovered like, man, I'm not living to my fullest potential. And I realized like I gotta make decisions that will make me happier as I get older because right. you can't prevent aging, you can't prevent time. You know, and at the same time, you want to be here forty years you from wanna, now. Exactly. And I realized the decisions I was making, it was like a. It wasn't the best to be in the positions I wanted to be in the future, right. even though they got me in the it's position that I wanted to be today. Yeah, literally, like I got my bills paid, got me having these little bit of racks or whatever, and right. getting right. this little status or clout reputation. But how long would that last? Right. Because and, and that's one thing I'm big on is that like I feel like a lot of our generation wants immediate satisfaction. Yeah, yeah you, know what I'm you, you gotta and, delay and, that and gratification like, I, I came to that right. conclusion just like talking to girls and whatnot they want immediate satisfaction yeah but it's like like you gotta think about the bigger picture right. you know what i'm saying you can't think about like tonight you know what i'm People, saying like you want to be here tomorrow when you when you get break it down to relationships a lot of men and women just be feeling like uh uh it's expectations and standards that you got to stick to when love ain't uh a requirement or something that like you pass a test like in order for me to love you you have to pass this test but love is like more of an experience yeah right. like it's something that you fall into that's why they say falling into love it's not because, stagnant yeah it's, yeah it's it not you grow you you done fell into it like how did i get here all of a sudden i'm falling you know what i'm saying right so like when it comes to like men and women it's like them expectate I feel like social media fuck the game but but I mean we even without social media like I mean humans have been around for thousands of years and right. we never really figured out like the concept of love right so it's like every single individual throughout history had to figure that out for him or herself yeah, yeah. for sure you that's why saying? I say it's an experience more than uh, something yeah. that you could define like uh, when you go rock climbing, is it a standard to rock climbing? 
like you gonna experience this rock, this rock, this rock. Nah, you gotta you gotta teach yourself about rock climbing to get ready for this experience. Right. So you gotta kinda teach yourself about how to communicate and talk to people and kinda know yourself to get ready for this experience of love because love ain't limited to romance and sex and things right. like that. Love is like, you know, you love you might love your bro. You know what I'm saying? But 100%. you might not be, you know, Pause loving bro the right way. I get you. I get you. You got loving bro the right way. Yeah, no, 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 no. But at the like, same time, like you really do have to like love yourself before yeah. you even like even you think yeah, about loving a a you know your significant other in a relationship Facts. or anyone around Facts. you. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean. And on some philosophy shit, how do you love yourself? By experiencing yourself. Right. Being comfortable. Being comfortable. Exactly. And how you be comfortable with yourself. By putting yourself in positions where you know how you react. Not by keeping yourself comfortable. You, you Because a lot of people base their happiness and comfortability on their environment. Okay. And the things that, are, that surround them. Whereas a person who's internally happy bases their comfortability based off of what's going on inside of them. Right. Like, I'm always going to be comfortable and know what's going on with me because of what's inside of me, not because I know that I'm in the house or because I know that I'm in Colorado. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because right. of my environment or because I got a gun on me or because this is not. It's, it's, I'm comfortable because of the things that I know and, and the things that I experience, you know what I'm saying? Right, not right. because of what I possess or where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. They just got to remind and, themselves that sometimes. And you had a good answer for that. But at the same time, I feel like you were kind of like segueing to like what fear does to people. Because fear kind of, in like, not that it's you shouldn't feel fear. Because that's what you should feel right. when, when you're stepping on a stage in front of how many people. You should feel fear or anxiousness. Or whatnot, but like you shouldn't let that stop you from the moment or saying what you got to do, and that goes into being comfortable. You can't be comfortable if you fear the moment. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep it funky with you though, because I'm (laughs) afraid of failing like bad. Like when you was talking earlier, I was like, damn, I wish you could like elaborate more in a sense because it's like uh, yeah. i'm afraid of failing like a motherfucker like i don't want to get up on the stage and fuck up like i don't want to put my music out and motherfuckers act like even though i make music for myself now it's just still that sense of like i don't want to get in a position to fuck up right and that shit crippling like i don't want to excel like i'm a fat nigga right now and it's taking a lot out of me to try to lose this weight because i fear like he say you fat nigga. Let me keep it G real with you, champion. I'm gonna keep it G real. You feel me? Like that's all I do. But it's no. Let's be real, cause when it comes to the fear shit, it's no fucking. But that's not. What is that? So the fear is like people talking about you. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. It's just a fear of possibly failing. That's oh, the fear of failing, like not doing, not doing, like that. Like I said, that's the fear of not living up to your potential because you know what you're capable of. Like being fat or not, you know what I'm saying. You know what you're capable of. Like that don't affect shit. You know what I'm saying. I was a sexy nigga at one point. (laughs) (laughs) You still is, bro. Quit playing. You you think so? Come on. 
It's been a while. Come on, bro. They can get you your ass in the gym and get what you want. You know what I'm saying? You right. Get some money. But no, I'm like, <laughs> like, I got it. I did that. And that's why I'm get fat. Money, when money, you start, no, I'm talking about get, get some gym money. Oh, no, 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 no. Real money. Nah, 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 nah. Get some gym money. You know what I'm saying? We working on that shit. Yeah, we working on it because we got some shit. Let me know. I'll get up in there with you too. I just hit the gym this morning. Fucking up. Let's go. We going golfing tomorrow. Where at? Are we going to, in, in Aurora? Oh wow! We y'all ain't invite me, nigga. Bro, you with the yeah, you went to Big G's. You I would, I would golf? love it. You know, I got, I know this is how I gripped the. Uh, yeah, oh, that's how. Hey. That's match how I made the golf course. Go. Yeah, 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 literally, yeah. Clip that one. Come on, bro. I played. I, I played. <laughs> I played nine fucking two hours ago. Yeah, yeah. I would love to. Just whenever y'all ready, let me know. Hey, the oh, golf takeover definitely. is happening, bro. Oh, we yeah. getting the whole gang on it. Man, let's go for yeah. real. We could take the game. Hey, no, hold on, hold on. Back to the fear thing. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Back to fear. Yeah. It's like um, it, everybody get afraid. You know what I'm saying? That's a natural thing. You know what I'm saying? If you saying you, you don't. You should feel that. Like I said, you should feel that. If you say you ain't afraid of nothing, you ain't got nothing to lose. And you're not really passionate about that. Because that, that afraid to fail is knowing that you're capable of something. And you're afraid that you won't live up to that potential. So it's like, how do you respond to that? Right. It's like uh, in that 50 Cent book, um, his most recent book, Work Harder, Think Smarter. It was, I think that's what it's called. He explained how he was afraid that somebody would actually come and uh, get at him after he had got shot. Like mm-hmm. they'll they'll come shoot him or whatever. And he was jogging around his neighborhood. And he was like, I could get a treadmill and put it in my basement. Or I could do this or that, or or go to a gym. Laps around the block. Yeah, or this, you know, or laps around the block with no protection, whatever. But he decided that he wasn't going to run away from the situation because he needed to get his exercise outside. So he has the fresh air as he's working out because he just got shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he decided that he would do something that was drastic, but he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't um, respond to the fear that would change his course of action as uh, when he didn't have that threat. Like if you have you have the threat of failure now you're afraid that if you don't um, uh, provide your original course of action that you won't succeed so now you're changing your course of action so don't don't cause something to change your course of action just because you're afraid of it remain the same like you know bless whatever you bless you whatever you Thank would you. think whatever you would think you would do without fear without threat without um without whatever you might think of continue that like even anger you know what i'm saying like let's take it to a relationship like you might get angry at let's say you and your homeboy or you and your girl was about to go work out right mm-hmm. and it's hours before y'all about to go work out then y'all get in an argument and then you like fuck it i'm not about to go work out like fuck it i'm finna go work out i'm i'm or i'm not about to go work out i'm gonna just go home and wallow in my sadness that's the wrong thing to do because you change yourself you change your intention based off of somebody else's action that compound happiness literally and you you just need to uh continue to do the things that you do because this person changed your course of action you need to go to that gym because that's what you wanted to do regardless of what this person was going to do you know what i'm saying because that person already did what they wanted to do they don't want to go to the gym no more and they decided that's what they want to do so don't change your course of action don't do what they do because of something that they've done 
you know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's kind of hard. It's, I know I'm talking. Kinda, I'm, not, nah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picking yeah, where you're coming yeah. from. Yeah. 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 To like describe feeling or intention or all these things where it's like it's just gonna lead to a miscommunication, right? For sure, but it's just about understanding each other, I trusting each other. Those are, those are the biggest things is like intention and trust. That's the biggest problem with interpersonal relationships because I don't want the viewers and the listeners to misconstrue that we're not just talking about like. This is interpersonal Whether it be with your your mama Your daddy, your in girlfriend, general. your best friend This is in general Like Niggas interpersonal communication skills Is really lacking In the way they handle relationships Is uh, it's piss poor That's A cause lot of people deal with it wrong A lot of people do of compensate Like they know what they're capable of But they'll compensate just because They don't want somebody else to feel insecure Or uncomfortable Right, you know or they saying? don't like, want to step on somebody. That's kind of what I mean, like by like uh, feelings and stuff like that. Like a lot of you can't invalidate somebody's feelings nowadays because it's kind of like they take it as invalidating their potential or something like that. Right, like yeah, or we yeah. we live in a society where people just don't. You can't speak your opinion if it's like uh, logical, almost. Right, like if you thinking logical, they like nah, nah, nah. But this is how we feel. You gotta acknowledge my feelings yeah. and how I feel yeah. because this is right. No matter how, no matter what's going on in the real world, right. this and is there's how no forgiveness for a miscommunication. Right, it's it's all like you got it. Exactly. I definitely agree yeah. with you. Even on the on the political level, on the relationship level, on every level, that's right. how it is. It's like feelings. Yeah. Like as long as you feel like it's right, then it's right. Right. But if you start breaking the shit down, niggas be like, "Oh no, nah. like you hotep, you conscious, you third, you woke, <laughs> yeah. like, like you know what I'm saying, like not nah, chill out, you you go way too into it. Why are you into it like that? Be like, this feels right. That's how niggas like Joe Biden got in office. You know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just out of like fact. reaction yeah. towards right. another person it feels right. being we, Donald we, Trump we in the situation. Feel like we need a Democrat in there. Right. Like, we didn't need that shit, but. That's a good insight because that definitely helps with perspective and shit. Like, a lot of niggas do fuck up a lot of shit with feeling a certain type of way. Like, it, it, it fuck with me knowing that, like, the way I feel about everybody else can't be reciprocated or it can't be emulated. Like, it should be unconditional love no matter what, regardless of who you fucking with. If you fuck with somebody and you say you love them, it should be unconditional. It shouldn't be no requirements. And y'all should be able to handle shit however y'all handle shit. But I see a lot of motherfuckers like taking their problems to other motherfuckers or never really dealing with niggas' problems head up. And, and, and it's like back in the day, they used to call it like lust versus love. Right. Oh, yeah. But like nowadays, you got to rephrase that versus like feelings versus. Not even, not even that. Like people are afraid to be alone. Oh right. yeah, that's you that's know what I'm saying. So it's like point. they will yeah. love somebody in quotations, out of like I love not being alone. I, oh right. damn, you deep. Hey, I mean, we getting deep here. We we talking to talk. And what perspective can you add to that? 
Cause Jaden is the deep motherfucker. Like Jayden, he talking we about astrology, deep. mental health. I watched the nigga cry a few times. Hey, real quick, since you dabbled in astrology, what's, <laughs> when's your birthday? What's your sign? He's a Gemini. May thirty first, Gemini. Okay, word. And keep it funky. Oh yeah, we going places. We going places. I love podcasts. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This shit is hell fun. yeah. Podcast. This shit just like rapping. Let him hit it. Let him hit it. Yeah. This shit damn near like rapping. I li- I like this shit a lot. I love podcasts. If I wasn't uh, inspired and passionate about rap, I'll be a podcaster. So, right, well, you could yeah. do both. I could. Uh, you could some do AD both. Shit. Hey, hey, and and like speaking back to what we were talking about, but like the extrovert introvert shit. Yeah. Like I know that like as an artist, as a rapper, as whatever you want to call, it, like you're selling your character. Yeah. So sure. it's like for me as an introvert, like. I gotta sell my character, but I don't know how because I I don't use like literally if I didn't make music, I probably wouldn't have social media. So it's like for for me, like I know that like I can talk, I can have a good conversation. So that's kind of where the podcast came from because like I know that like I I I can like get people to know me through this avenue versus like posting on Instagram every day, right? You know what I mean? No, definitely people will definitely get to you got a good personality and you could hold combo and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You uh you like the uh, you know Howard Stern and shit right now, you know what I'm saying? Howard Stern yeah, going crazy. You know <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We back from intermission. Like you know Fucking Oh yeah. Curve the Great, King Sage, True Penny J. Yo, I'm fool's drunk. Gold, you know what I'm saying? You feel fool's me? Gold. We smoke it Duffy, we drink it a little bit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Cool. If I got to, I'll squeeze it's it. It's getting real smoky in or this bitch. Alright, 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 whatever, whatever. Getting real <laughs> getting <laughs> real smoky in this bitch right now. He might need some crown, he said. Let's take a shot. Let's oh man, he should have hot at me when we was Okay, okay. We would get you afterwards or something. No, no, no. I I can pull it up right now, but I mean, I can I can drop a topic for y'all to ponder on while I'm out. Yeah, while you run, okay. okay. Yeah, let's talk, drop the topic and then let's talk about some bullshit while we think about the topic. No, yeah. So so yeah. these so these topics. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. Why she? Why she? Come on. Yeah. Why you going? Okay. All right, come on. Yeah. Y- y'all know about the Pusha T McDonald's this? Yeah, you oh, know yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. no. Yeah. Pu- Pusha T, the goat of what he does. You know what I'm saying? Wrote the. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. I'm loving it. And you know what I'm saying? Love the meats. He wrote that shit. Yo, hey, hey. So, <laughs> I'm getting some shot glasses. Alright, bet, bet, bet. Continue on. But for, before we deep dive into yeah. what, what do you what do you think about that? Do you like uh, first of all first of all, what do you do? Oh, yeah. I'm chilling. You don't want to say nothing? Nah, y'all gonna talk. I got a question. Do you like Arby's? Mm, I can't say I like it because I don't eat Arby's. Have you first tried of, it? Uh, Last time I had Arby's was probably when I was younger, so I don't remember. Oh, what? Fuck the Arby's. Well, tell them who you are real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Introduce yourself in a way that we couldn't. Because we all know you as yep. Taryn, the model, fashion designer. Oh, look. Professional. <laughs> look. Wow, thank you. Um... You can pull it closer if you want to. Yeah. I ain't never did nothing like this. Oh, it's the first time for everything. 
It's Taryn. Taryn Vaughn. Taryn Vaughn, creator, like. archer. You know what I'm saying? Fashion designer, model. The legend. Let him know. Yeah. What you got going on? I'm in the process of building my brand. Talking to Mike. I'm in the process of building my brand. Yeah. What brand? Archer. Keep an eye out. <laughs> Keep, Keep an, an eye, eye out, out for Archer. You know what I'm saying? Tap in. This Taryn Vaughn should be back over here. Tap in. <laughs> I was just holding it down for the main man. He's back. Y'all enjoy this podcast. I'm out. Let's get hey. it. Shout out Fool's Gold. Shout out Fool's Gold. We got as far as Arby's. right? Yeah. A-U-C-O. They're going to remember. You might as well hop Why'd you bring four? You know I'm not drinking that shit. Come on. You don't have to talk. You don't have to talk, but like. You can't. You know what I'm saying? Drop that cameo, speak your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Women's History Month. We gotta, oh, get, we yeah. gotta, yeah. we do gotta get a woman yeah. on the yeah. on the pod. Because I don't think I got any. This is women a good pod, up. my G. Tap in, fools go. Who's doing it like them? This is a real pod, literally. The greatest, <laughs> the greatest pod in the world right now. Come With the in. greatest. With the fucking greatest. You see the G on the hat. You did. Big G, yeah. that's my favorite ad lib on that uh, on that Big song. Uh, Big G, <laughs> but Bruh. shout out to Arby's. Arby's is better than McDonald's. No, 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 no. no it is. No. It's not even so debatable. What y'all think? Did y'all think he get the got the bag off this one or what? Big. So, bag. so, so you talking about push? Maybe. Push? Yeah, push. So yeah. the reason he's salty. So him and Malice, his brother, Clips, commonly known. Yeah. They got a mill. Which is 500k between you Two know people. each. Justin Timberlake, who also had had to do with the jingle, got paid six mil. What? Yes, Red. I didn't know that. But yep. he was already tapped in with McDonald's too, though. He was dancing and shit. And he white. <laughs> and he <laughs> white. He's white. And he's white. But can we give him that leverage? Because it's like didn't push a T and Malice not negotiate their own deal. Touche. You got. You got to believe so. So why? Why did they take one meal? And, and McDonald's smart for just paying everybody outright. Right. Outright. Yeah. No. No. No royalties. No. Yeah. Because twenty years later, we still singing that jingle. He wouldn't be talking about selling dope. He'd hey, be talking about who? Who burgers. wanted a shot? Let me he pull, did. Pull me up a half a shot. You want one? I'm good. I still got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get that right about right. No, nah, no, nah, I don't drink. I'm Gucci. I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm twisted. Wow. I'll, hey, I'll, I'll take one with you. Wow. Because I can't see. Jaden, hey, wow. Hey, Sean, you want to shot? He's Gucci. I ain't going right wow. now. He is because you want to shot? Take half a shot. Take half a shot. Take half a I had a shot. Take half a shot. I had a bigger shot than he did before. Bro, half a one. Take another one. Hey, we're doing half shots, bro. Just take half a shot. Take another one. Fucking peer pressure. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Right no, there, this bro. is you right here. <laughs> Sean. Yeah, this is a good choice. Have you been on the pod? Alcohol sucks. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen Sean. How many like episodes are we in? We is this is a great question. Shout out, shout out Fool's Gold episode 12. I'm, I'm on it. You know what I'm saying? It's episode 11. I'm, I'm keeping it real with y'all. You know, it's like, but we have a prelude. I, I, I feel like I ain't going to hold back and shit because this shit going to be up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jaden dedicated. Yeah, I can see you dedicated. Bro. Let's go, you got baby. All the combo, bro. Let's go, God. baby. And you definitely got all the combo oh, too. Bro. Hey, and that that I was like a good hour and a half without even getting into topics. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I know, right? We just talking. 
Off knowledgeable the people. Off the rip. Off bullshit. They wasn't even prepared questions, huh? Oh no, I prepared. Oh, you prepared? Hey. But I did those today. Because I, I, I might have, I might have done it dirty, but this is my shot glass. You know what I'm saying? The Let's granite. Yeah, I mean, cheers, Fools boys. Go. Shout out, knockdown. But yeah, a lot of those questions I did uh, craft up before. I just uh, you got any more, my G? I'm, I told you, ain't we got crazy topics. I told him ain't nothing off limits. Let's get well, to the topics. Um, no, no, I don't no. got none for you personally, but we got some other shit we could. Let's talk get about. to the teams. Yeah, you gave me everything I needed. You insightful. You got yo. Hey, thank I, you. Squad uh, is how it is. I ain't trying to be ignorant on here, and mm. I ain't trying to be too deep. No, it's time oh, for yeah. all the ignorance. It's time yeah. for all. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> you gave the youth some. All to look feelings, up to. no facts, baby. Come on. Um. So, uh, do you follow UFC at all? Yeah, a little, bit, little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with all sports. Okay, so, okay, well, okay. I'm keeping up with the NFL. But the NBA for sure. Hey, it's the off season. Sorry, it's, it's all right. right. But the UFC. Tell me. Fucking some some juicy shit. You know what I mean? Fucking Kobe Covington and my man Jorge Haz- Masvidal. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They fought this, that, whatever. Kobe beat Jorge's ass. Oh yeah, it was that whack ass fight. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You said it was whack. Yeah, but 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 they fight, we didn't see the fight because we was literally pod. in the middle of a pod. Oh yeah, I was probably y'all should have put we, it on live. We was pissed. Right. Listen, so Kobe was talking all sorts of shit, talk bringing up like his kids, his girl, all sorts of shit. Oh, oh shit. shit! And then like he said, like if I see you outside the ring, like it's on sight. Yeah. What? This that outside whatever. Outside the ring. Yes, he oh, said shit. that verbatim shit. on like a social media platform. So like. Millions of people saw that shit. Right. Jorge is a street fighter. A sh- yeah, like he literally. literally came up in Kimbo Slice's like backyard street fighting. Jorge, yeah, Jorge Masvidal. Oh, and if you ain't seen it, go on YouTube. Look at it, look I'm at Jorge Masvidal, Kimbo Slice backyard street fighting. Sluggy. It's like bare knuckles. It's the grittiest shit. Damn. It's fucking gnarly, bro. But fuck it. Shit. You know what I mean? Ain't no weight classes in street fighting. No. Nah. No. <laughs> like, this man was being outweighed by 50-plus pounds. Steel beating people's ass. What's, his weight cla- what's the weight class? He, like, 160 to 175. Yeah, he not. Between that, he's always fought between that. So and, and Kobe Covington, you know what I'm saying? He's a good fighter. He's coming up. This, right. that. Talking shit. Right. Uh, Kobe beat Jorge in a fight. Was at a steakhouse in Miami where Jorge is from. That's where the Kimbo Slice shit was going down. Miami. Came out of the steakhouse. And Jorge ran up the fade. And hit him with the fucking three-piece combo. And a fucking Chicken soda man. and fry. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, really yeah. pieced him up and and ran away. You know what I'm saying? It's what Exactly. Kobe ran back into the restaurant and, like, tried to call the police. And at this point, he has... Charges pending on Jorge Masvidal. That sound like the baby's baby mama brother, Danny Lee's brother. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. That's some bitch ass shit. Yeah. Yes. For running up on him. Because that's yep. assault, broski. It is assault, but at the same time, you said. What? It ain't they, UFC. It's not you. They're not fighting. Wait, wait, wait. Who it it was post fight. So Kobe had already won, oh, but okay, he had okay, talked okay. all right. his shit, and Jorge yeah. was like, nah, it's on sight. Ran up on him, ran up on him. Yes, bro. Bro, These niggas, you're a UFC fighter. Go get your get back. 
Bro, listen, and this is why I, I this is to, why I put it on the pod topics because it's a good topic. There's a lot to dissect here. I'm biased because I love <laughs> I love Masvidal, bro. That's my guy. Right. So it's like go fucking piece that boy up. If you running out the steakhouse thinking shit, sweet, you know what I mean? Like fuck that boy. Talking about your your kids and your wife and this and that. Nah, right. bro. Talking about it's on site. If I see you, is. If I see you, so the dude that said it's on site press charges. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Kobe. Bitch, nigga, shit. Wow. Bitch, wow. nigga, wow. shit. Wow. It's so too many bitch think niggas. He press charges. No, that's some bitch no, nigga bro. shit. And, and, and then would I be pressing charges? Yeah. If you was talking to all that, if shit. you told him you nigga, mentioned it's on some site, some dudes like you. wife and I kids. I can't even picture myself being in this scenario. Well, no, you can't. <laughs> just like <laughs> just keep it a bug. You snitch. You tattletale. You don't put that on my nigga. So you gonna just take that L on the chin? I believe I'm you. I'm getting it back in blood. You getting it back? I'm in getting it back in blood. Let's go. You gotta Yo, get it back. You in trained blood. your whole life you for fighting. Like you're not gonna square blood. up. Oh yeah. You gonna run back into the steakhouse and yeah. call the police? The and then telling the niggas, I was like, bro, you know what you asking for, <laughs> bro? Niggas is fake gangsters. No, and, is, and then bro, I hate fake it. UFC fighters. Yeah. Nigga, you supposed to get your shit. You really bout it, bro? Face off. You supposed to get your bro. You not really bout it if you ain't on world star. Come on. Did he lose the fight? Telling he did. He lost the fight. Jorge did. Jorge, who ran up on Kobe. Lost the fight. Oh, he lost the fight. Kobe won the oh, fight. Yeah, get your shit back in blood at the uh, face off. Yeah. Sock him in the face unexpectedly. Stomp him out. It's like, you're not, you're not finna talk about my family in like that. In front of the camera. In yeah. front of the camera. Oh, and and talking about it's on site on Twitter. And in my opinion, he I don't think niggas know what That's words feel. mean on Twitter. They think they just post and the shit they, don't They're promoting a fight. No, nigga. They're promoting a fight. That's what Kobe thought. He thought. He ain't pussy because he a USC fighter. Let's be 100. But nah, you can obviously his mentality ain't like all the way there. Yeah. yeah, so Kobe was promoting a fight in his perspective, but Jorge, a real street fighter, and he's yeah. like, I'm not playing that shit. Yeah, which one? Hold on, Jorge or what's the other dude? So Kobe. Kobe Covington. Co- yeah, my bad, my bad. Beat Jorge Masvidal in a title fight in a okay. UFC match. Yep, By and the then same. Kobe Covington running out of a steakhouse got ran up on. By Jorge Masvidal. Kobe got ran up on. Yeah. Yes. Who won the fight. Yeah. yeah. But Jorge was like, no, you're not finna talk that shit. And then Kobe pressed them charges on him. Yes. Pressed them charges. 100%. Called the police. And then. Even though Kobe won. Yes. And. he was never talking shit. No, he Kobe was, was talking was all the shit. Talking. He's the one who said on site. site. So he then said, when he Kobe said Kobe it was said on when site. He was within yeah. his Kobe site. Kobe said it was, it was on, on site. site. And Jorge was like, okay, like, bet. Went, okay, bet. Bullshit, I'm finna beat your ass in real Right, because it wasn't yes. like he won on a knockout. He actually won by decision, <laughs> and it could have went either way because the fight was trash. Wow. It yeah. wasn't a trash fight. Like That's what I heard. It went both ways. I heard from the universe. Hey, and then to make it more, you know what I'm saying, Deeper or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Khabib Nurma oh, hold up. Let Don't me get, even let, try it. No, no, I'm gonna try it. Even off fucking how many shots of fucking crown I've been off. Fucking Khabib Nurma Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Nurmagedov. There we go. Khabib Nurmagedov. <laughs> hey listen. I ain't rushing, bro. Quit playing. Literally. He he's the he's the GOAT. Apparently. He, I mean, he what, is. Wait, wait, wait. 
so the same, same weight that same, these two oh, dudes oh, are. Okay, yeah, one, 160, 170. Yeah, he's not heavyweight, but he is the definitely the goat of that Conor McGregor, Jorge yeah, Masvidal. Yeah, lightweight, featherweight, or whatever. It's middleweight. Middleweight. Yeah. Middleweight. Yeah, in, the, in that range. Um, he said Kobe Covington should be banned. Wow. Yeah. From the NF from Why? the UFC. Because that's some bitch nigga shit. You're not, you you're not finna bring up family and this and that and not run I'm up not a fade. On some business shit. Okay, it's like, yeah, you shouldn't have ran up on me though. 100%. On some business shit, yeah. Like, yeah some business shit. But you, you can't play with niggas this like... Was, this was on the streets, bro. Like, right. I'm about to sue you. I'm not a street fighter. Back. I'm a UFC fighter. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. I understand. No, he shouldn't be banned. No. No, He he's just... Yo, and, nigga, and honestly, I, I, I was super shocked that Khabib had that had that perspective. Yeah, because nah, I thought he was going to go though. the other way. Khabib about honor, bro. If I'm not mistaken, he really they is. can't fight on the street, right? Because they certified. But uh, they can yeah, fight each other. No. It's their like their fists are like uh, registered le- weapons. Registered weapons. Yeah, but, so you shouldn't be fighting on the street. But if you have a gunfight, like if he got pole, I got pole, we can't, we can't tussle it out like that or... I, I thought that honor, was a fair fate. Honorable, see, that's honor. Yeah, yeah, honor. and that's yeah. why it's crazy to me because I felt like if Khabib had an opinion, it would have been against Jorge Masvidal running because up on someone doing it in the street because yeah, of what Connor did. But this is different. But he's like, no, you got, you, I mean, you trained your whole life to fight. You're not gonna run this fate. And you invited him to it. If I'm not going, and invite you invited you to him to it, like, bro, we good. Nah, yeah, I, he shouldn't be banned, but. Everybody should know, like he can don't, eat a don't, don't, yeah. don't talk about my don't, family. Don't, don't run up on him. Who, who's talking about his family? Kobe, Kobe. was talking about Jorge's Kobe, family. Kobe yeah, that's Jorge. why Jorge really then ran that Kobe, shit. Then Kobe pressed charges. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, shit's sad. But Jorge was talking about my family, and I never said. Well, nah, he was oh, talking was all that shit. Yeah, and then Khabib, who fucking wrestles bears and shit, and fucking Big Russia. Russia. Yeah, you know what I'm oh, saying. I know who Khabib is. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's really from, is. He's from Russia, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Khabib go hard. He good people. Uh, Khabib crazy. He fights bears, and he was like, Khabib. Kobe needs to be banned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that brother out. Of Which here. is no, no, crazy. No, no, no. Kobe don't need to be banned at all. He he need to uh, continue to get his bag. Don't fuck with him on the streets. Yeah, <laughs> just know just he a pussy and all that tough him. shit don't he talking is just to sell the fight because he's still a good fighter. He won the fight, right? Period. So why would you ban him? Because you couldn't whip him in the fight, I guess. Or how did he win? By decision. By decision. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like Kobe going for like a Dustin Poirier, a bigger fight. Yeah. Jorge, who lost, is still trying to get a bag. Yeah, so he might be trying to run that Kobe rematch. I hope they do because you gotta get your honor better than McGregor. I don't know. Poirier beat McGregor two to one on on three matches. Would they do a rematch? But he won a decision on one of them, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, McGregor broke his fucking leg, right? Yeah. So would you think they need to do a rematch? Nah, Conor ain't fighting no more, G. He coming back, but he ain't really? co- he he will not with the money he, he making. Just boxing celebrity the ego. matches. That shit's lame. Like celebrity matches. I hate boxing. that shit. Like Mayweather. Would you do it? Hell no, nah. nah, <laughs> bro. They got ten <laughs> mil on the fight. You're not gonna fight Floyd. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like yeah, the bags are ridiculous. Depend on the bag. Yeah. Yeah. If, I, if I got a bag, everyone got a number, like, bro. If, yeah. if they pay me to box, like 
the local rapper I got beef with, of course. Oh, these local rappers can get smoked for a hundred k. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get in there and get the bag. I was doing the verses for free. You know what I'm <laughs> I was doing the verses for free. Let's get in there and get the bag. What, what else we got on the <laughs> Um, that's crazy, man. Fuck you that dude. Um, with the with, with his performance or the back, Kyrie's back. Why? Was he gone? Um, yeah. what you so, didn't know? And so yeah, Kyrie, I want to bring up his Kyrie or the, or how he just stood on his point. No, because Kyrie's go. consistent. He's gonna give you buckets. Kyrie might be the he's gonna give you buckets, bro. He might be the coldest point guard. All bro, time. he cr- he's crazy as fuck. But New York dropped the vaccine mandate, so he can play. Was, so he can play full time. Why? I'm, and we less than ten games into uh, before playoffs start, so and he can play full time. They they hinder his his uh season. Yeah, yeah, but the only season that matters is that chip. He he's going crazy. Yeah, he's able to play every game now. He yeah. finna fuck the game. Yeah, I, Kyrie's my favorite point guard right now. I love Kyrie. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm glad I'm he. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Kyrie do, doing some beautiful things. He, he at will. He's got probably the deepest bag. I deepest think so too. Yeah, y'all think he's better than Steph? When it, it comes it, to scoring, it, yeah, scoring. Nah, it nah, to, nah, it's, nah, it's so bucket, it's so difficult. But like, to the bucket. so handles. Yeah, ball handles. Honestly, man. honestly, bro, handles of all time. Steph and Kyrie got it. They they one A and one B. Yeah. No matter which way you want to twist it. Steph is cold too, though. I like Steph too, though. See, they got different handles. They got because Kyrie trying to get to the rack. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get so he's trying to burn you, leave you over paint. there, and For get sure. to the paint. For right. sure. Steph trying to get some space so he can pop up or that heat jumper. Uh, Kyrie will look for the assist before Steph will. I, yeah, no, I love I love his game, and I feel like uh, you know him playing full time now gives the Nets. Man, Kyrie about to, um, When the fuck? Who's y'all's team? I'm a Warriors fan I, right I'm now. I'm a Piston fan. I'm rocking a wow. Piston jersey, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just he fuck with that. the losers. But, uh, I'm loyal, though. Detroit. Quit playing with me, So, so. you Detroit. You from Detroit, of course, obviously. I'm loyal, yeah, dog. Big Nuggets. Wow. Chicken Nuggets. He's big Colorado. He's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, what's your team? You know, we got LeBron going up right now. Oh, you a Lakers fan? We got LeBron. Have you always been a Lakers fan, and though? I've always been a Lakers fan. Okay. Since, uh, probably since, um, you know what I'm saying? I used to be a Celtics fan. I'm not even going to lie. I love Ray Allen and Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett together. But oh, once yeah. the Lakers bust that Man, ass in 2010. That, that me into a motherfucking Lakers <laughs> fan. I'm not even going to joke I was a you. big Kobe was fan like, growing wow, up. Wow, that was amazing. That was an amazing uh, uh, finals. And then I was like, Kobe. That was one of the so most legendary finals. And then I was like, I love the Lakers. I was ever since then I felt so disappointed in the Celtics. Hey, and I, I'm I'm definitely not I'm definitely not a That's Lakers fan, too. but I am a Russ fan. Oh yeah, what what y'all think about Russ? I feel like the <laughs> the mainstream narrative is blown out of proportion. Me too. Because he throw, he throws he up crazy. He throws up terrible shots at yeah, least once a game, yeah. and that's just all you see. But like you don't see his thirty point, ten rebound, right. eight assist games. Right, the game he just had was like was that two games ago? Bro, he's shooting forty percent from the three point since All Star break. I like Russ. Like I he like not Russ. breaking, he's bro. Aggressive. He's aggressive. I he, love his game. Yeah, he need to be. He's like D Rose. 
Hundred percent, John yeah. Morant, same, yeah, same, yeah. John, same stratosphere. John Morant is yeah. crazy. Though. Then he's, he's the future of the NBA. John Morant, Russ, and uh, Derrick Rose really got the same game. Yeah. I agree. When that torch Morant pass is a little bit crazy. more evolved, though, he's more. That's what it's about, though. Mixed with Derrick Rose, they Darryl compared Rose. him to AI. Mm, he ain't got the handles, of AI. He ain't got the so? handles, but they said his his uh, speed and shit. His speed, his uh, ability he, to get to the basket, and ability to be a point guard. Ain't nobody ever came in the game with the handles. Of AI. He got ever the ball on the string. AI. Kyrie and Steph. Oh, Kyrie. Kyrie's the closest. Kyrie, Kyrie and Steph. Yeah, bro. I, I don't really even say uh, Steph because Steph just uh, stepped back and pulled that three right but, in front of him. But that's what I'm saying. Kyrie got similar handles to AI, whereas the Steph kind of created his own game, where it's yeah. like, I need handles to get, get this three, three off. Yeah, yeah. He shoots a three from a place where you wouldn't even like guard it. I just need a foot of space. Yeah, that's it. I just need like, to drop like, you a little bit to get this shot crazy. off. Did that's you hoop growing up? Play basketball? Yeah, you yeah, ain't never basketball. been on no teams or nothing? That's a really good question. I'm glad you Because I know we it. hooped in Look, the streets. Oh, some real shit. shit. This where this where my life changed. So <laughs> okay, this where my life. So I'm hooping. You don't, like, Aiden. You know, matter of fact, know, this is my guy fact. right here. This oh, is a really good question. What? So you know, what I'm saying running. We, we're hooping. What is this? Tenth grade or yep, ninth grade? Sophomore year. So yeah, sophomore year. We're hooping. We trying to get on the team and shit. We get on the team. Jaden is actually. His mom is actually dropping me off at home after practice. Like, we like, bro, stay focused. You know, we like hooping every day. Like, we were going to make the team. We made the team. And then... um, No, you made the team. You didn't make the team? No, I did not make the team. They shouldn't... No, nah, bro, we was hooping, bro. They was hating. They was hating. <laughs> they, they was hating. They was definitely hating because they had other all-stars or whatever the case is. But yeah. uh, Them African boys. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had a little sympathy because... um. I had we had this teacher named Mr. Dawson. I had this mm. teacher named Mr. Dawson. He, he was like a me. coach, and he was my teacher for geometry. And he was kind of like uh, looking out for me because he knew, like I was teetering the line at that time. So it was kind of like, uh, let me let me let you make the team so you could kind of put your mind on something else. But we had this other coach named Swift, and <laughs> they had caught me smoking weed. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> You know, every I wouldn't have got caught. I never told on myself, and I never told on nobody. Like, only time I've been caught is when people tell on me. So I'm with these two other people, and they kind of tell on themselves. So it's obvious that I got high too. So they like they didn't just get high alone. They got high with you, and of course I'm providing weed and shit like that. We got high across the street at Utah Park. From, uh, Utah like, Park, legendary. Yeah, they legendary <laughs> back high shit, and they submitted and say, "Yeah, we smoke weed." I'm still saying I ain't smoke weed. They're like, "Well, we about to suspend you for ten days or five days, or you gotta take this drug class, and you getting kicked off the basketball team." Damn. And I'm like, I'm sitting there begging. I'm like, nigga, I just I done worked so fucking hard for this basketball shit, nigga. Let me just please play basketball. Like this is the only thing that I'm focused on. Like, I'm conditioning, running, hooping every day. Like, I'm dedicated every day. High as fuck. 
I'll do these yeah, suicides yeah, if I can hit shit. the. I'm hitting it, man. I'm gonna smoke weed. Fuck it. Come on, man. <laughs> y'all get over this shit. I'm, I'm telling him like, please let me just hoop. He y'all, was lead just, ready. It's just a little weed. Just man. a little. Come bit. on. Come we on. Smoking doobies. And they shit. don't even test for that now. <laughs> right, right. Now. Right. Yeah. These niggas said they smoke weed. I'm not smoking. You gotta believe me. And that's when you knew they ain't listening to you. They was like, nah. He was like, as much as I want to believe you. You're not playing basketball. I'm like, damn. Damn. I'm like, fuck this school shit. Like, yeah, I was yeah. Like, that shit made me feel like fuck school. On some real shit, I dropped out that year and everything. Oh, no. And, that, and that's real as fuck, bro, because I love sports. Man. And, that was the only and honestly, thing I would have dropped out not only if it was for sports, but like my parents really like. Nailed it into my mind that I gotta graduate in high school. Man, my, I got older siblings who dropped out and shit. I'm not gonna lie, my mom definitely nailed that in my head, but she didn't have no say so in my life. I thought I was grown at that point, so right, it was like kind of like, but like my school in Michigan, right? Right. Whereas like I was, I on, know that was difficult. For real. I was on sex and drugs early. <laughs> No dead ass, sexy rock dead and roll. Yeah, you know I mean, bro, the way that nigga so, talk, bro. So it's like I hey. was, I wasn't part of the clique per se, right? You know you what I'm saying? So when it comes to the fo- when it comes shit. to the football team or the lacrosse team, the, the sports that I played, like it wasn't about ta- talent. I wasn't with on the click. I ain't fit in with none of the basketball niggas. I had all F's trying to hoop. Right. <laughs> no, literally. I'm sitting in literally. There, oh, everything I love, I'm sitting in there. I, I had like, there, there's like an actual like parameter within states, like what you have to have to play sports. Right. And I had that. Yeah, the bare like minimum. the bare minimum. I was like, yo, I got to get a 1.5 to play football. I got to do that. That's what was keeping you in school, like a hundred percent. That little challenge. It's not. It's not the goal of. I'm and then, like a whole part of me moving out to Colorado, not only to like establish me as like, you know, trying to pursue music and break out of bad habits, but like I'm trying to play sports. I'm trying to compete. Yeah. Right. Whereas it's, like it's this, whereas like the school I had in Michigan, like I had already xed me out, regardless of what I could do. They be they, they be forgetting about like the. Uh, how could I say it like uh, less resourceful? Because you might even have a little bit of money, but it might be the way the culture that your family adapted to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't even gotta necessarily be poor. You don't gotta be black. You don't gotta be white. But it could be the culture that your family yeah. adapted to. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to uh, ostracize anybody from these uh, oppressions. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's got their own struggle. Right. And 100%. this should kind of be real. Like, like niggas might be a little uh, neurotic. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Let me be neurotic. He pulling the words out that dictionary on the nigga. Boy, that nigga said, I'm going to articulate myself, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it ain't necessarily about being black, white, or that. I don't want to just limit it to that experience and make... Uh, poor people or black people feel like it's specifically them. It's it, it be a behavior. Yeah, it really yeah. be a behavior. Hundred percent. And, and and that was one thing that like was kind of a culture shock when I moved out to Colorado and went to high school with y'all. Yeah, is that like the black and white dynamic was like so much more. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Prevalent. Whereas like in Detroit, it was just kind of like you knew who had it and you knew who didn't. Nah, and it wasn't about race. Whereas, like, here, it was so much more like, 
not even like white and black, but it was like African American and actual African. Like yes. it was so split. And yeah. that, that's when you got to know the history out here, though, because like uh, like like you know the KKK got a headquarters out here and, and shit like and that. You Springs. know what I'm saying? Springs, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So uh, it's been a lot of like I remember um uh, one of the first uh things that I came into with race was my mom being afraid because the KKK was sending out letters to where we was living at about like uh about how they about to start going off on certain people you know what i'm saying it, it wasn't even specified to black people it was about anybody that wasn't white you know what i'm saying with Damn. the blonde hair blue eyes it was on right. some shit it like could that. even be a white on jewish neo, person on some and neo-nazi they getting... type shit you know yeah. what i'm saying like uh i'm like damn my mom really afraid and shit and she she giving me books about malcolm x so mom's i'm i'm on some radical shit like uh like you know we gonna do something to them if they come in here mm-hmm. we're not gonna be victims you know what I'm saying? So that was one of the first encounters that I had with race. And then when you read the Malcolm X books, his encounter was uh, similar, but it was way a yeah, hundred times more violent. You know, like they said, yeah. they set his house on fire and they had to move states. You know right. what I'm saying? So uh, and it, at that time, that shit just resonated with me. I'm like, uh, I'm not going to be no victim in this life. You know what I'm saying? Like you be a victim by submission and yes. submission is a choice. Yeah, it yes, is. You know what I'm That's why I ain't never really been bullied in my life. Bro. So, because it's like, it, like I'm not going to invalidate people that aren't able to make uh, the choice of, like, not being, being bullied. That's why I ain't like a 100% of a choice because sometimes people overcome your confidence of, of yourself because, you know, like, it's... it's they try it, to beat you down. Right. They beat Word. you down and to succeed. And sometimes it succeed on me too. But one one thing that might be like a superpower with me is like I ain't I ain't never let nobody like make me feel less than because I always felt like anything you could do it's not that I could do it better, it's that I could do it too. You stand on your ground. Right. It's I could do it too. You know what I'm saying? You I could I could literally do it too. So it's like um you know, I don't invalidate other people that ain't able to uh, tap into that, uh, tap into that uh, experience. But at the same time, it teaches them a, a different lesson of humility. But it also teaches me another lesson of humility. Right. Of uh, also, you just as great as me, and I'm just as great as you. Yeah. As far as you uh, choose to pursue that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everyone has a great potential. Yeah. Not everyone pursues that. That shit could be a curse too, though. You got to be careful. You got right. great potential. You got to, like how you was talking about not being a victim and shit and making that decision to not be that. Like, I love that. You know what come with that. And you know what you're asking for. Oh, for sure. Because you could easily become the aggressor. Yeah. Destructive. Well, it's not even like that. It's like how the universe speaks. I always say that the universe speaks in balance. That's how these So it's talk. like the more you fight against it, the more it's going to feed <laughs> you. What you mean by that? Like, because like. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to hear that shit. What like the universe, mean? like the universe, talk like this and what talk like mean, that. Bro? No, but it, like, oh, no, what you and, mean? And, and, and how I'm saying it, it's like you can't give like this person too much credit. The, but the universe it, be speaking man. exactly. That's just how the universe speaking to you. What you, you know mean, what I'm saying? It's the difference between the universe and God. No, 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 no. Oh, I what? feel like it's just like sometimes it's like just let me let me be human and like yeah, the universe probably trying to tell me a deeper meaning, but I want to flash on a nigga. Like let me just be me for forty eight minutes, but and then a, think about that. But, but that ain't the that. only you. 
Yeah, it ain't the only me, but I don't want to feel like that for right now. But do you want to feel like that? All the time? Do you want to feel like that? It do you want to feel like that right now, or do you want to feel like that? In the moment. So, like, in this situation, like, because I'm thinking, I'm because I'm taking this back to a situation that I experienced a couple weeks ago. Yeah, this sounds like, like personal yeah, shit. Too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to bring it up. Wait, 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 wait. Can I take a piss real quick? Real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go real ahead. Quick, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This man, Dre. <laughs> this man, Dre. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say like, yeah, he, he, he not, he not asking. He telling me he got to go. This man, happy feet over here. You got it. He got it. He got it. Uh, fucking Dre, you're super hurt about this shit that happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I ain't gonna deep dive it on the pod and no shit like nah, that. But you definitely gotta flesh it out. At this more, point, we need multiple imp- pods. It's cool because the niggas who know know. But the shit happened and it fucking jade made me jaded. And it's like fuck what the universe is trying to teach me. I want to flash on a nigga and I want to do it in peace or whatever chaos come with it. But why I can't just be human? Why the world got to teach me shit all the time? That's what life is. That's bullshit. Hey, hey, speak on the mic. (laughs) Come on, nah, come on. Just a quick sub. That's what life is. That's what life is. (laughs) Come on. That's what Taryn tells me. But it's it's true. You just don't want to hear that shit. Sometimes you don't want to hear that shit. When a motherfucker tell you like, oh... You know you sad and you sad over some shit that you shouldn't be sad over, but a motherfucker be like, "What you sad for? That shit don't even." But you like, man, I don't want to hear that shit. Can I be upset? I don't want to hear that shit. Can I go? I ain't gonna say what I was so finna say. I want to be a nigga sometimes. Mm-hmm. I want to act. Yeah, I used to be. I gave it up because of the universe and trying to be a good people's good person. But fuck it. Alright, let me see I am drunk Yeah, we can wind it down We had a great fucking pod, man Y'all niggas is going three hours Yeah At this rate, yeah That's how it is, though That's good It yeah. seems to happen like, every, like, yeah You not finna speak and not on the mic <laughs> She don't even Get the fuck Get her Let her come. Get the She's fuck get proxy for Mike for right now Until he gets Hey, shout out to Terry America's Next Top Model <sighs> Thank you. Curve the Grace, Queen. Yes. Come on now. Yes. Thank you. But stun on these motherfuckers. Talk your shit. Oh yeah. You got a mic in front of she, your face now. She had a. She had her moment. Let her chill out. I'm like, yeah, I took over for you when you were. Nah, these bitches oh, yeah. are your sons. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? Yo, I don't know if you remember, but there was a time I was typing like Schoolboy Q on fucking Twitter, and Terrence yes. saw the shit, and she was like, "Why the fuck are you tweeting like that?" And I was like, "Cause I want to." But it was like the first time I had ever been called out yeah. for some shit, and it you was me, like capitalizing H's and shit. I was capitalizing eyes. Yeah, she was not X-ray. fucking with it. She didn't want to let me be me, and yeah. She's Hell like, nah. fuck no, that shit looks stupid. And I, I was feel like, it. Damn. I would have done the same thing. I know you remember your high school nickname. No. Me and Shalera used to call you. Oh, you got it. I ain't going to say what? it. What? Nah. Bro, no, 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 no. no. Drop that me. shit. Yeah, it's for real, for real. It's not even. It was just 
off a movie we seen and it was funny. Bro. Nah, <laughs> drop that but shit. They right was now. the only because nobody really was fucking with me like that in high school and shit. They was the only motherfuckers really like getting on me. Cause not everybody was niggardly like we was. Niggardly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like we was. Like they would roast me. They was really on my head. I can't. She apparently she remember a nickname she used to have for me back oh, in the day. To, oh, well, I told you not to I bring that not shit. Up. What is it? What is, what is it? Cause nah, I don't know. Tell it. I told her not to bring that shit up. She about to roast you, fool. Bro, I was dusty, so I she it gonna was roast probably you. bad. She gonna roast you, fool. She roast said you. it's something that her and Shalari used to call you. What was it? Damn, fool. I'm not gonna say it. Let no, know, I, got I really wanna know. I wanna know it. All right, all right, all right. No. <laughs> right. Come right, on. We'll, we'll, find it up. we'll tell y'all on Come Patreon. On. Hey, we'll she, tell y'all on Patreon. They used to call you. Oh, Patreon? Yeah. No, nah, fuck that. We how could I get on the Patreon? We two hours in. We, you, you might as if well. If anyone's still listening, they deserve to hear this. Okay, yeah. Give me right. They don't deserve to hear this. Tell them. It can't tell that's that's how I bad. feel, bro. It's, 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 oh, <laughs> I did this. I was down bad in high school. Tell them. No, it wasn't. Do you want to hear it? It's, dis- yes. it's, dis- it's definitely disrespectful. Come on, bro. It's nothing I ever But if she don't mean it right now. Right, yeah, no. I, I don't take that shit to heart. because. If you can't dish it, it's been so long. Say that shit right now. And I only remember you in good graces. So (laughs) you're not going to taint my memories of you. So you're good. She told me, I was like, don't bring that shit up. What was it? What was (laughs) it, bro? I'm like, he at least tried to hold me down. (laughs) Why would you bring that shit up? What was it? What she used to call? Should I say it? Tell me, bro. Drop it. Nah, drop it. She said she'll say it off camera or what? Nah, drop it right now. Come on. I'll edit it out. (laughs) If somebody used to call you that nickname, would you want them to tell you on the podcast? On camera? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dre asking for it. Yeah. Yeah, Especially if I'm My public appearance don't. It's not that bad. Yeah, say it. Just say it. Hey, I. And this is about I've been on his ass before. Or say it for her. So she ain't got it. Yeah. I'll say it for her. Say it for her. Okay. She said her slayer used to. What class was it? What class? In geometry, was it? probably. Is it, uh, you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He remembers it. I remember the classes. Like remember. I just don't remember, remember the nickname. The class. Man got PTSD. He was trying to act like they said they used to call this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we said it to you. What was yeah. it? Baby dick. Oh. <laughs> Damn. You know what's crazy? I, I vividly remember yes. being called baby D- every time I remember I told hearing you the first name. Oh yeah, like you don't know. No, you I remember it now. Say it. Yo, they called they that. They said baby D. I remember that. Baby shit. D. They used to call me baby D. Like, <laughs> That's why I said don't was, bring that shit up. Like, you know what's crazy? Hey, you know what? I don't know. I ain't gonna I, know. Oh, you're not. Was, I told you. I lived a long life. Yeah. See, now we don't put your shit in question. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. We not do. We not meat watching here. We not meat watching. Yeah. And if we in fucking high school, of course, nigga, I was prepubescent. I was fucking younger than everybody. If I was packing baby sweet, I was. Bro, that's why I said they're bringing up because nigga, forever when this shit blow up, bro, diehard fans gonna be like that nigga's baby dick. Yeah, they gonna make cut. Baby Yo, that's shirts. hard, bro. Yeah, and I'm a profit off it because yeah. trademark. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. That's fucked up. That was a minute ago. That was freshman year. Yeah, yeah. I told you he remembered, bro. Because <laughs> now I'm starting to remember. No, because 
no bullshit. All the memories of her that I had you was always hurt. Yeah, yeah. two shit calling you baby dick, bro. That's foul. And you know, I was I had no ego back then, so it didn't <laughs> matter to me, bro. Yeah, imagine yeah. you trying to walk into geometry, bro. Two females just walking, calling you baby dick. Yo, what's up, baby dick? At least you getting acknowledged at some point. You gotta <laughs> at some point in your fucking budding experience as a mean, high school. Bro? He said, "You call me baby dick. At least you call <laughs> it, <laughs> bro. Call me baby bro. dick. At least you call it." <laughs> we went to fucking Overland. I did Yo. not go to Prairie. I ain't know no motherfuckers. Where did you over go to there. middle school? I went to fucking Roscoe C Hill off of. Where the uh, fuck is that? See, bro, you don't know. That's over in middle of fucking Denver. Where, nigga? I don't know, but it was. What do you mean you don't know? What high it was in the middle of Denver, into? huh? What high school does it feed into? It usually go. They usually go like south or oh, like east. He was on like the fucking like southwest of yeah, Denver type shit or some shit like 18th. What was it? In what? Twenty uh, first. Eighteen over by you know manual. Yeah, but yeah. I live down the street. From so you was on the west side. Yeah. No, that's not that's not south, bro. You mm. was on the west side. Well, you said southwest, so I bro, was. Bro, you was on west. west Denver. I know nothing about West Denver. Shout out to West Denver. Lakewood and all that. Yeah, Shout out know. to them. They gentrified the area. Inglewood. It ain't yeah, the I don't same know no more. About that shit. But yeah, I was over there. Went to Roscoe Sea Hill, and then I went to Overland in Aurora after my daddy had and my mama had got some Wait, money. Wait, ninth up. grade. What you ninth mean? What they got some money up? We was broke. And Overland was the upgrade. When you was in <laughs> us, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Overland wasn't in the suburbs? What y'all think? What y'all think? Y'all tripping. What y'all think? It is compared to like CT and shit like that. Yeah, yeah fuck no, nigga. That's not an upgrade, nigga. That's o- like Overland was a funny dynamic because it was, it, it was a lot of motherfuckers who like, it's hard to call it suburbs because a lot of motherfuckers were kind of like, you know. Yeah, you know they they, they didn't have it, a lot but of people, but like they wanted to like have the perception that they had it. Yeah. So yeah. like, and it was open campus, so they would cut school right. and go hit licks on yeah. all these big houses in the area. Yeah. Just to like call themselves gangster, and right. I thought that yeah. was the craziest shit. My street time ended when I went over because I was like, well, so everybody went to Overland in this room. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I did my yeah. senior year there. But I yeah. knew your cousin in elementary school. Which one? Dion. Which so you went to um McMean. Mc, oh, you went to McMean? Yeah. He went to McMean too. You went to McMean? Yeah. What grade? Third grade, right? Yeah. 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 Well, so that was the grade. That Dion? name or didn't sound right. Third what was it? Yeah. I ain't know if you want me. Yeah. Stilo. Yeah, Stilo. Yeah. I knew him. He used to be my best friend in middle school. So when I've uh, seen you oh, in, yeah, yeah, in yeah, high yeah, school, yeah. I was yeah, like, Damn, that. yeah. that's my man. Yeah, so he was he, like, Oh, yeah, you his cousin. Yeah. yeah. That shit was that's epic. why y'all some shoe heads and shit. Uh, I don't fuck <laughs> with the shoes yet, but nah, that was my man's I back you used then. To be on the shoes. Nah, bro, I had no you swag. I was Jordans. a Then he w- used to wear Jordans? Nah. Hmm? He used to wear Jordans, right? I didn't wear no Jordans. <laughs> no. no. I was broke and a loser. So Me too. I was broke really. too. I used to wear Converse and Vans. I still wear Converse. Oh, I still wear Vans. Converse Vans is my feet. Now. Where, where I grew up, like, I mean, it was, I mean, I wasn't trying to get into all of this, but now I'm thinking about it. It was weird, like, how... The city was set up. What part of Detroit? West Side. Six miles. But it's, so you grew it, up with Lonnie, su- Lonnie Bands and them grew up? 
No, bro. I'm from ten miles. It's the west side. Ain't I'm it? from ten mile. They from like seven, six. Oh, miles. okay, okay. I don't so know. it's I different. It's different. Okay, so they they closer to the borderline of the west side. Yeah, Detroit. You Detroit's deep, you, huge, you're bro. You're deeper in the west side. Yeah, I mean, I'm from the I'm from the burbs. No cap. That's the burbs. I'm from Nova, the sixth. Listen. All right, like, so yeah, the, listen, like, like the way the city's set up, like there's a railroad that goes through the middle of the city, and that's why Novi got its name because it's N O Roman numerals V I six. Oh, so we literally number six. Number six, six mile. Ten mile. Ten mile. Oh, yo, listen. <laughs> I thought the same. But but like the the railroad goes straight through the city. Mm-hmm. So like the east side of the tracks, like this is literally how the high school had it set up. Like the east side of the tracks was wealthy like real wealthy and the and the west side of the tracks was not so i was the the only i was the only white boy on the black bus going to school you want some m&m shit (laughs) listen listen but like all 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 the white kids in our school who really had it had like sperries and khakis and whatnot oh so you went to the white school it i mean it was like white it was asian it was it was uh, but were you fortunate I'm not as fortunate as so, those motherfuckers. So you were struggling with having to try to keep up with this white school, but not being as fortunate as your white peers. Right. Whereas, like, it, it's like <laughs> too poor for the white people, too rich for too the rich black for people. Too rich for the black people. Right, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. It was and a weird that's dynamic. Relate, that's probably why you relate to black people in the black culture a little bit more. 100%. They were a little bit more accepted. Hey, and... and, and and, and since we're getting into this, I feel like it's a good a good topic to get into. Not even between like me and you, but just for right. like a just a learning experience for people. Because like I had rubbed you the wrong way how many ever years ago? Like four years ago at right. this point, because I had said the N word. You Damn, know what I'm I didn't know you wanted to go there. No, 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 no. no. no yeah. I wasn't gonna talk about it, bro. Yeah, no, no, no. It, and it's completely cool cause because I forgive you. No, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool because I realize at this point that like I don't say it at this point, but like growing up, I totally you said it. When I you totally did. I totally did. Drop bro, it. your fans is gonna kill you for this for. I don't give bro. a fuck, bro. bro. When y'all blow up and have them hundreds of thousand views, bro, yo, they gonna be like, yo, bro, they gonna be like, Aquaman said that shit. <laughs> yo, man, I've dropped mad slurs on this podcast, bro. So you that type of nigga? I mean, type of white boy. Yeah. <laughs> when you push the line like on some Andrew Schultz shit. Yeah. Damn, I wasn't even gonna get into Jaden. I told you I wasn't gonna go there. But we no, did, no, no. Dude. <laughs> But it, it was more so like you checked me and you were completely right to do right. so. Bro, you don't follow me, bro. I'm like, this nigga don't follow me, bro. I'm like, bro. Nah, we were young. That's why I said I forgive you. It was four years ago. I was a completely different person. Oh God. Yeah. I'll let you talk, my but, man. I'll keep covering you up. No, you good. You good, you good, you good. But I mean I was only Saying it out of a, just not knowing better, right? And b the environment I had grew up in and the people I was around consistently daily. It's just like it was commonplace. I wasn't checked in the way that you checked me. I definitely understand that. And, and now, you know, kind of being older and having experience and whatnot, I realize that like it's totally not cool. On everything, on everything, it ain't cool. Yeah. You a cool dude, so 
uh, I probably couldn't have been as aggressive as I was because that's that's that was like hyper, you know, like okay. But like I but, had not got, gotten checked in so many years for saying hey, that. Hey, sometimes you gotta check white boy. But you do just no, playing. Nah, I respect you for even acknowledging that shit though on some real shit because it take a lot. It take a lot of putting your pride aside to say, "Damn, you know, I was wrong in that situation, and I appreciate you." Because in so many words, I feel like you saying, "I appreciate you checking me like that," because that might be how you grow up, grew up. Yeah. But your surroundings change, and you can't walk through life like that. Right. Because times do change. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you can't walk around entitled just because. I mean, you hit, you know, a lot right. about our, our right. culture and you, and to where you become a part of our culture. You know what I'm right. saying? I won't even deny you of that. You know what I'm saying? You make good, you could make good music. I was listening to your shit. I'm like, damn, I wish he didn't say that. Because <laughs> I want to fuck with you. I would share this shit on my story right the fuck now. But <laughs> now that I <laughs> but, but, but now <laughs> <laughs> But now that you're saying what you're saying, I see that you got a mature aspect of it, and it's like, man, I'm man, say who you come to, who allow you to say it. You know what I'm saying? Because I was raised up on Malcolm X and shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm triggered. PTSD. I'm saying I inherited that uh, post-traumatic slave disorder. You can't say that shit around me. Post-traumatic slave disorder. Damn, you know what I'm saying? That's no, no, no. And that's, that's real hard. I looked up for that. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? That, I ain't never heard no shit like that. Yo, no. That's crazy. But I respect that. Yeah. Overall, ain't no joke. Nothing. I, we need more white people like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. there's white people who just say it with... In their own circle They won't acknowledge Like I was young And I said that And I noticed Like I ain't supposed To be saying that White people will say You said it too Like that type shit As they get older And you know what's crazy Is like I mean All my friends growing up Were black Mm -hmm. And I even checked them Right When I was like 16, 17 I remember the conversation Vividly Like We should We should stop saying this word And they was all like Fuck that I, re- I, re- <laughs> I respect somebody that's white more than that than somebody that try to like normalize them saying it too. Like they trying to assimilate with the culture yeah. because when you show that type of understanding and acknowledge how detrimental that word is when it come from somebody that ain't black, it, it, it show like okay, I fuck with you. Well, <laughs> hey, and we was living different. Like we was on two sides of the spectrum back then too. Cause I was like, why didn't they? Nah, drift? hold on. I finna and really get on niggas' ass. Hold on. What <laughs> I was more offended about was that this nigga was in a group chat full of black people saying this shit. Nigga, nigga hold on. And then wait, we, was you in there? Don't I was say it was hella there. niggas in there. If you was in there. No, it was hella niggas. <laughs> I remember. I remember the circumstance too. Y'all gave my nigga the impasse, nigga. Bro, I sat there. I was like, Jaden, where you in there? And then I was like, Oh, he was in the group chat, but I wasn't like. That's why I'm on It's not that they gave me the pass, it's just that they didn't check me. Yeah, nobody said nothing. That's why I gotta give them 60% of the weight. (laughs) (laughs) 
We Hold was on, I'm on shit. y'all's ass too. Bro, we was ignorant <laughs> back then. You gotta let me slide. I was I was letting motherfuckers call me baby no dick. Slides. You think nigga it's was no off slides. limits? It's, it's no slides, nigga. Hold on. No I slides, fuck with y'all. Bro, no slides, grow, but yeah. that's that's fault. Y'all brought it up. I'm on your ass. Y'all let him say it. Come on. Yeah, come on. Y'all let him say it. I swear to God. Only y'all until y'all after provided, we know. Y'all provided the environment for him comfortable. <laughs> and y'all ain't back me up. Y'all let this nigga go off for me. You know what's crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I was on both sides. I was like, damn, I'm not backing right, nobody right, up. Right. Nobody backed me up. Like, yeah, bro, you probably shouldn't say that, bro. Like, y'all like, y'all just let us go at it. I'm like, fuck y'all. Nigga. I'm like, I'm finna leave this fucking room tag. I had a little so I'm like, damn. I was so confused. I was like, this is a fucked up nigga. I'm like, this is racist. Nigga, about my own people. I'm like, damn. Y'all let this go. But, but we just was. Hey, on some real shit, that's immature though. Because yeah. at the end of the day, he was still my age. And I'm still young at that time too. So It was 2018. Right. Like four years that's ago. Four years ago. So yeah. when you think about it, that's kind of young. And like you said, you grew up in Detroit where it's majority black people. So. And not only did I, like, I, I, I didn't learn it from like rap. Even. Ain't no excuse. I learned it from my <laughs> friend. No, I'm just saying because like I'm only, I'm only saying it because there's white people who say that shit. Right. I know right. white people who say that shit. No, I everybody and, know white and, person and, that said it. And I'm I don't. I, I didn't grow up with. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't grow up with Mexicans. But out in Colorado, Mexicans be dropping Mexicans that shit Mexicans be hard. dropping that shit harder. Hey, I, one time I had a studio session, right? This one, I'm engineering, right? Oh, and these, damn. these Mexicans come with the session because you know how hard I be writing, how I, on social media and public, how, like, I be going on, like, some Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X type shit. Right. Like, it was like, fuck all way. And no, a shout out to my grandma. My grandma white. But, uh, <laughs> same. <laughs> same. <laughs> shout out to your grandma for real. Yeah. yeah. She was a pioneer. Yeah, fact. I love my grandma with all my heart. Fuck it. <laughs> but these Mexicans, they come in the engineers, the studio session, they like, can I ask you a question, bro? I'm like, yeah, you can ask me anything. You know, I'm just trying to make it comfortable. You know what I'm saying? They're like, I wrote this song and, um, I just want to know if I could say nigga, cause I, I wrote I wrote the n word. They didn't say nigga. They said I, I wrote the n word in there. But is it alright if I say the n word? Right. I said as long as you know that you a nigga too. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey yo. And when you say that shit, you become a nigga. So yeah, go ahead say it. Man, yeah. it was like all right, thank you, bro. But they're like, like, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. and they're, and <laughs> <laughs> bro. And like, and like the Mexicans, like either they don't say it or they drop it harder than anyone. Hard, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Samoans, yeah, yeah, yeah. but who gonna shout stop? Out to the essays, but shout, shout out, out to the Pisces. Pisces. And, but like the Some most popping Mexican really rapper of all time who? is Takashi. Oh, bro, and he dropped that, <laughs> and he dropped nigga. that shit religiously, bro. What y'all think about Takashi, <laughs> bro? Let me hear your opinion, Jaden. You be, uh, you like the engineer? You like Parks? Uh, the, uh, y'all watch the Joe Budden podcast? I love yeah. Joe Budden. He's yeah. like Parks. He's like the engineer. <laughs> yeah. you get his opinion off screen. Yeah, uh, six nine. I don't know. The last thing that I seen was like they seen him without security out and about, and then he said he was bankrupt, which I'm assuming is just oh, has something to do with his his legal issues that he's battling. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. What about his What's music? What's the feel about him? What about what about his music? I never cared his about his music hard. like that. But fuck him. He does have a well. 
He stole a Pierre beat, so I can't really respond. Oh, yeah. Stole a Pierre What song beat? was that? Gumbo. Gumbo? Gumbo. His Damn, song, the, his hardest song? Yeah. yeah. But you got to do what you got to do as an artist. We can all say yeah. we'll do that shit. Even if you yeah. Mexican, he drop he the N-word, still beat beats. directly from What time you about him dropping the N-word? What's up? The I always N-word. thought that shit was fishy. It depends. It, oh. Why? But I ain't Dominicans real... is black people. He's what not Dominican. He is not Dominican. That's he's what like, I'm saying. What I thought he? he was oh, Dominican. Oh, 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 what is he? He might be. He's pure Mexican. No, no. He a rat. That's what he is. It doesn't slip my motherfucking mind. That nigga is a cheese eating rat. Would you, would, would, bro? He's a fucking snitch. That's what he. He don't got no hey, no hey, race hey, no hey. more. So he's Mexican. He's not Dominican. He's not black. No. He's not Dominican. No, yeah, no. Oh, wow. he's from he's from New York. What y'all think though? Do Mexicans have an impasse? I don't have any say. Um, what you have said well, about well, niggas? As an outsider looking in, what would you say? I feel like no. But okay. if y'all I, so it, they no. get but but like, <laughs> so but like, like white people can say it, Mexicans can't no. say it. Oh God! But but feel, like, if feel, y'all feel like they like an oppressed people, like y'all, why can't they be in words too? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that that that's that's the only argument. But I like feel, from my perspective, like I'm that's like we got the argument. same skin tone. They wasn't enslaved by white people. That, this that whatever. They wasn't called that. As a diminishing, you're not, you're not lying. They you're was enslaved lying. by conquistadors. Those is white Spanish people. Yep, they are. Columbus, he white. Columbus, he, yeah. he ain't come to America. He went to. They just didn't do as much time as we did. The Mexicans got the impact. Hey man, I don't make the rules. Jaden, I certainly don't make the rules. <laughs> I say, all right, let's get Sean? deep. Sean. They Sean? don't get Sean says nah, and he's, and he's the darkest skin motherfucker <laughs> yeah, in this he room. Is the darkest one in the room. <laughs> so he called all the shots. <laughs> um, nah. No. But then I can't speak. The, so where do Mexicans come from? I don't know. I don't be worried about that. All right, we ain't gonna get that deep. Oh, they they gotta get their they gotta shit. get their own N word. They do it. They, they, they do. Don't, S-A, I mean, they have S-A, some. S-A, I ain't gonna say them, but they got some. S A way. Simone. What what? They, there's some dark. What if they took like skin. Amigo? There's some dark skin essays for sure. What if they took Amigo as their own shit and like no nah, one else could say that? Nah, like we can't they, call them Amigos. Nah, you can't call them like <laughs> Beaner Spig shit like that. Wetback. Oh yeah, you wet can't back. say that. Yeah, Wetback. Those are slurs. Wetback is a slur. That's a niggas is a term of endearment. Yeah, you can't. Go, yeah, no, nah, they call each other essays though. But yeah. if a white person call them an essay, they be a. Hey, what's up, fool? Or fool, yeah. <laughs> Holmes. Yeah, if you say that shit, yeah. but the, but they'll let a black person call him that. Yeah, interesting. Hey man, as long as we on equal footing, I don't know, bro. Just Justin, don't say the shit around here. If a white person call him a fool or essay or way, they'll be offended. But if a black person call him that, they'll see it as like we should have got Alexis. somebody adapting to their culture. Alexis for this. Question. And then black people <laughs> see see when Mexicans say nigga adapting to their culture. But when a white person say nigga, we be offended. But they the oppressor, so they can't say that shit. How you feel about that? I don't think we ever touch on that in, what? in this culture. Like, how you feel about, like, as a white person being in this culture and all this, like, um, like, um, it, yeah, this controversy be around your race? So, oh, shit, that's a good question. So, I got to break it up like this. Like, on a personal level, 
I don't like equate myself to anything. Right. I'm just me. Right. I don't need. I don't even see myself as white or this or that or a man or this. I'm just Which is me. The relative experience. Exactly. But right. white people in gen in general. I mean, I feel like I have a very like outside the box kind of perspective. Right. I'm I'm very aware of what white people have done, and like what. It, 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 I mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we all just turned and looking like. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. You know what you. And, and it's not even like did. just America. Like. In like general. White white people have I'm done this shit in Africa. We White people have educated. done this shit in India. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not just America. White people just have this. I mean. So being the young man that you are. That's uh, some shots. Keeping the property taxes down. Niggas is bucking out here. They God do. Damn. They done brought them unruly. It's not the, the first pod <laughs> they, they <laughs> chimed in on. <laughs> God, God damn. Niggas made a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> but as a young man in America, like in your position. I, I'm grateful for the opportunity that is presented to me as a white person. Because I know that. It's unique. I, it's not only unique, but I feel like there's a lot of maybe unjust opportunity presented to me because of who I am. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I can be less of a rapper than maybe you, but given a oh, bigger man. opportunity because oh, of who I, I am. I see what you're saying. Like you know what I'm saying? So, like, like cannabis and Eminem type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, it, that's it, a good you know analogy. what I'm saying? It, it's just, I mean, it just is what it is, and but I ain't make the rules. Do and you feel that way in 2022 for real? I'm not gonna. I'm not even. Gonna I mean, yeah. So I'm, I, I'll answer that for you. Do you? I, I'll say, um, black people got more leverage in 2022. So I and, mean, I've, I've and said we this. Even the play field against people like you. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> That can't. That sounds crazy. No, and, I mean, it sounds I mean, crazy. But I'm not. I'm not downgrading you as a person. No, 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 no. Objective. I hear where you're coming from, and then like on an industry level, like white people do get, you know, bigged up on, on, on maybe on an unjust level. Where so, like, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But like, I've said this on the pod before, where it's like, uh, cultures get appropriated. Yeah. Not because of like what they are or what makes them different is what they bring to the table in terms of what's cool. Right. So, I mean, as black people, y'all might see y'all get appropriated a lot because y'all bring a lot of what's cool to the table. Whereas like someone, someone who's Mexican or Asian or Arab, they only present what's cool. My bad. Aaron, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you just say? Y'all, yeah, y'all good. But it's just like every race, no matter who you are, you only present what's cool from your culture that can be, you know, what I'm saying appropriated. Whereas black people make a lot of what's cool in fashion, art, right, literally rap, everything. This, you know, what I'm saying almost, so. Y'all gonna get a, appropriated the most per se because y'all bring. What's cool about the and culture? And we don't be in a position to own it and monetize it, like and control the narrative of it. And that's why y'all. Th- that's what you guys should know. But in in twenty twenty two, there's I'm more gonna, opportunity. I'm not, not going to do say that, that um, we not we don't face those same challenges. But I'll say that, man, a lot of people have opened the lane for us. 
100 percent. whereas yeah. like in the 80s the 90s like a black man who had a talent had a craft had an art to present had to sign to a white man yep. to oh. get on whereas nowadays you you can just pop off on tiktok or instagram right, or this, right, this that right. whatever but and do it on your own means face the chance of like how we speak about yeet earlier you face a chance of somebody taking your style or your uh, culture and and open it to a lane that people wouldn't accept you because of your skin tone and yeah they being maybe bigger in that culture not bigger overall in the overall perspective of what this is right but bigger in that culture because of their skin tone like post malone's and yeah in yeats and shit like that. and, and <laughs> Eminem to this day like and it don't Eminem even matter what day. he dropped because it's still hard though i mean i be hating on Eminem, but um i definitely be hating on Eminem in the past 10 years but, but who does what Eminem does let's be 100 no i feel you but at, same, but at the but same, but at the same time, Jade, look at Jade's face. What? Who does what Eminem does? Tech Nine. Tech Nine. That's the best. That's I don't the even best, like. I don't even like Tech Nine. I'm not a big that's fan crazy. of Eminem. Y'all never been fans of Tech Nine. I love Tech Nine. I ain't gonna lie. When yeah. I was probably like, 11, I respect a lot I was of on some dark shit. My mom was looking at me weird because I was looking at <laughs> Tech Nine and shit like yeah. put her in the trunk type shit. Yeah, like, he know he actually <laughs> been about that shit. <laughs> I yeah, my mom looking at me weird like this. What you want to listen to? Nigga? No, but I'm it, like but this nigga spazzing. He's but <laughs> it's like even in 2022, if Eminem drops an album, there's gonna be a huge demographic of people who are more open to oh, that yeah, album versus Little Baby per se. Right. You know, wait, wait, wait. Because no, Little no, Baby no, no, can't sell like, out shows on oh, tour, this and he's one of the hottest rappers in the game. Is it going to be more black people or white people at a little baby show? Well, white people in America are the predominant yeah, it's race. About 13%. So it's if about you want to sell out a show, you have to have a lot of white people there. Oh, damn, this nigga got me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, is it? But I feel like it'll be the same amount of white people at a little baby show that it would be at an Eminem show. But okay. the type of white is different. But it's but, it, but the type of black is different too. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. He's got an answer for everything. Fuck, he ain't That's That's but but it's like no matter what Eminem drop, he's gonna do a certain amount of numbers because like the, the type hit of person that li- listen to Eminem ain't based on their skin color. It's based on the DCs they wearing and the <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the monster, and the monster they drinking. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No, I feel I feel that in the fucking but it's like whole combo. If you look at like the hip hop audience as a whole, there's a certain demographic who's not gonna be as open to a black artist. Hey. Whereas like Post Malone is one of the biggest artists in the world right now. He's doing major tours. Russ is doing major tours worldwide. Oh yeah, he's he's white. He be saying he's Italian, but Italian is white. Yeah, he, he says Habibi, which is like a what the fuck is a Habibi? That's Middle Eastern. Yeah. In, in, in Detroit, we know Don't that, that well. Don't that mean dad? It, it's like baby. That or baby. Listen, bro. If you grow up in Detroit, listen. We got the biggest Middle Eastern population in the world outside of the Middle East. Damn. So it's like. <laughs> So, like, Arabs in Detroit are, like, Mexicans out in Colorado. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? We don't have Mexicans. Oh, yeah, we have Arab. population is you know like saying? 40% Mexican. Right. Dearborn, Michigan is the biggest Middle Eastern population in the world outside of the Middle East. Listen, California is like 80% Mexican. Listen, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't got called Habibi a few times in my life. That's you how I know. You almost look Habibi. Bro, Bro that's, stop, that's Habibi, like the biggest compliment. Habibi offensive? Habibi. saying Habibi? That was more offensive than trying to hack it up on the nigga. Let's say Arab. Let's say Arab. That nigga got fucked it up. That nigga pulled it from the... Throw that ass on me, baby. You look at me with the uh, with the beanie on for sure in the beard. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Aki here. Aki here. You know them New York niggas. Aki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Don't forget shit. the Bev. Never, never, never face ass boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon, bacon, cheese, head ass. <laughs> bro, but that's how you tell the difference, <laughs> bro. Certain flavor profile. Right, and, it, and, and it's wild because in Colorado, like, all the Arab motherfuckers out here wear, like, the turbans and the head wraps and shit. Right. Yeah. Whereas in Detroit, they all, like, kind of light-skinned as fuck. Yeah, no, they light-skinned. They, they light-skinned. They got yeah. thick-ass hair, beards, and all that. You know what I mean? And they just fucking run the liquor store until it closes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Different cultures. Over, they came on the race shit, hip-hop ain't about black or white. You know, black people created this shit. And we need to continue to control the narrative. Black people created But at the end music. of the day, we created it for a platform for humanity. It's not, about telling not, your story. Yeah, yeah. It ain't, it ain't about telling the black story. It's about telling the human, human story, which, Even is, which like, is bigger than the black story. 100%. A lot of people, a lot of black people feel like since we ain't never been able to tell our story and since America controlled our story, like, um, you know, we feel insecure about our story. So when, when we see, like, movies like the Django and when we see white people, like, Post Malone and shit, like, uh, prospering in our culture, we feel like, damn, like, motherfucker, this is our shit. We shouldn't be. But um, overall, this is something that we created for humanity. Yeah. Because it's something that's forever. Pushing it forward. It's bigger than right. just being black because what is being black? You know what I'm saying? Being black. Our skin ain't all black, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit brown, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. black is just a, we, a, a word at the end of the day, so. It's it's a construct, because genetically, it's not, I mean, it's like in the same day and age where, like, the uh, transgender topic is a huge, you know, uh, everyone. No, 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 Listen, listen, y'all not finna cut me off on that, bro. Listen, it's like it's a it's a construct. You know what I'm saying? It's a human concept where it's not scientifically defined. What do you mean? Whereas like genetics, you know what I'm saying? Like genetically speaking, you are who you are, and it doesn't matter who you resemble as an image or visually. Like you have a different skin tone is me or like you have a different gender as me per se right. you know what i'm saying it's just like 
<laughs> Yay! Yeah, Listen, Sean, if you want to get on the mic, you can get on the mic. <laughs> You're not finna be chirping from the background. Chirping, but yeah. <laughs> with no repercussion, no consequences. Yeah! You gotta, you gotta, show, you gotta, your, you gotta show your fucking face when you say that shit. Yeah, yeah. you gotta show you, you ain't gonna this be pie, doing RB sh- for too much longer, nigga. Stand on business. Hey, the, like a social construct is what? Is science a social no, Social no, concept. science is fact. Science is fact. Fi- science is but fact. Didn't a bunch of people all collectively agree on that? Black people aren't genetically different than white people. Hundred percent. We probably got better. No like, matter who you are, you share generally like ninety-two percent genetics. Yeah. So like you and a random black person, a random white person, you share ninety-two percent of your genetics with them. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Slavery. <laughs> so you, I mean, that, of that. you're talking about hereditary <laughs> versus <laughs> genetic. What the fuck? Yeah, we shared ninety two percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, bro, that I think we can end it on that. And even white people, and even white people had to like. Define y'all as something different because white people believed in the Bible, whereas like it's written every man is made equally. So they had to define black people as something different in order to justify enslaving them. Yeah, they're fucking weirdos. And fuck that book. I feel that. I've said it before. uh, Catholicism is the worst thing that happened to recorded humanity. Bro, are you Catholic? Where do, where, 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 where do you descend from? We I was raised Christian. My name is Luke. But what is your ethnicity? He's white, dude. No, like I know you're just white. white, but like, I mean, are you, like, like my, my dad's side but there's, is there's context to this white shit. Like my Irish. dad's side is Irish. My mom's side is French. White, white. So you're Irish and French. <laughs> yeah, white, white. <laughs> Hey, come on, man! Don't be discrediting my nigga. I'm oh, not I'm even not gonna. I'm not even gonna cap with you. He just sat here and uh, put his pride aside for saying the N word and admitted it on camera. I don't. I don't know if y'all gonna edit this later, but no, nah, not at all. But my nigga just sat here and, edit, and admitted it on camera that he was wrong for saying that shit. So let's get a white man. Some <laughs> yeah, give my doggy some. Cra- his daddy got. Curly and he's hair. not. He's not like no average white man. This nigga's in hip hop. Come on oh, now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He could be like the nigga. He could be like. He could be like the Jack Harlow, like the most deaf Jack Jack Harlow. Yeah. Most on, deaf Jack Harlow. Most Come deaf. on. Come on. That's nah. one of the hardest combinations he, I've ever heard of. He's what <laughs> Logic wanted to be. Yeah. Fuck no. What? Y'all like Jack Harlow? That's because Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow for bitches and strippers. No disrespect, but like I don't like Jack. You like ESTG? Yeah, that's my nigga. Forever life and death. Hey, hey, but like if you have to turn on the radio. And what listen to hip hop on the I radio. Like Jack Harlow's Nail Tech. It's a great song. Nail Tech is hard. Not Detox. See? And Jaden is the connoisseur on, on, on that mix shit. On that, and, and, on that mix and listen. What that nigga talking about? What do you mean by mix shit? My bad. Come on, man. Black and white. You know what I'm saying? Jaden always. 
Come yeah, on. that's what he did. I said saw my grandma is white, but did I perceive me as a white person? No. Or mixed nigga. Hey, I, after you said that a little bit. Yeah. I was like, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you. My mama mixed. I was like, oh, you mixed a little bit. My, yeah. my mama mixed. You know what I'm saying? He black as fuck. My daddy black. He listened to Malcolm X. That's black <laughs> as you gonna get. Listen to Malcolm X. <laughs> you gotta be black as hey, fuck. Hey, y'all, y'all like me. Jack Harlow, but y'all like y'all don't like Yeet. You don't like Yeet. Seriously, you, bro. He's a. I don't. I don't. I don't listen bro. to either. Honestly. And like honestly, I I don't. Who's like, your top five? I don't like white rappers. Top five? What? Why right is now, that like some type? Of and and I'm from Detroit. And Why don't I, you like? You I don't, don't like really M. like. M. You don't like him? Not for real. He never like. I respect him for what cleaning he did. out my closet, nigga. Come on. Is that yeah, the best song you remember? Hey, <laughs> no, he referenced it a few hey, times. That's his go-to. The greatest white rapper in my book is Mac Miller. I like I like Mac. I'm not even gonna sit here and disrespect Mac. Mac is kick. is cold. Mac's cold. Go, That's a good kick. But like I feel like as a white rapper, like you're predestined to be corny, and even yeah. M has been corny as fuck. As fuck. A Yellow Wolf, 80%. MGK, any white rapper Yellow you can Wolf name. Racist Kid Rock, racist. Kid Rock from fucking Watertucky, Michigan. I know Kid Rock actually. <laughs> Bro, literally, like mo- most of my family. If you want to get to know me and where Don't I come from, most it. of my family is like a Kid Rock motherfucker. Like we come from like on the lake, See, them pontoon boat, beer sipping ass motherfuckers. It's like you either like niggas or you don't. When you yeah. live in that lifestyle. Like yeah. it don't even like it don't be no. Kid Rock not from Detroit. No, he, he from North. He Clarkston, Michigan. If Y'all familiar? Oh, yeah. he's from Michigan. Yeah, he's from Detroit. Oh, that's what he claims. That's yeah. what he claims. Yeah, you so, never been inspired by Kid. I was. Res- <laughs> I know where he lives, Who bro. The fuck is I literally Kid know where he lives. He got a crazy crib on a lake. Which is, I mean, everyone got a fucking crib on a lake in Michigan. But fucking, uh, you been to Minneapolis? No, I have not. Yeah, they got a thousand lakes in this now. I want to go that. I want to see that. I've been there. That was my first. So show. it's like uh, first show. My, my first show. So so Rico. Michigan Michigan's oh, similar. We got a bunch of lakes, and like every summer, I grew up on like one of the Great Lakes, like Port, like uh, Lake Huron. You know what I'm saying? Which is you grew up on the Great Lake. I Wait, grew up in Detroit, but up? every summer I w- I would go out to the beach. I'm a, I'm a beach. It wasn't I'm a trailer beach boy. parks like Eminem, right? So so Wait. so listen. The only the only reason I didn't grow up in a trailer park is because in the before I was born in the nineties, my mom lived Wait, in. The, you said the only reason I grew up in trailer parks. The only reason I didn't. Oh, did it? Because okay. in the nineties, prior to me being born, my mom lived in the trailer and it got hit by a tornado and her shit got tore up. So she was like, "I'll never live so in a trailer ever grew again." Up in a in a trailer park. He could have been. I could have been. If that didn't happen, but your I probably would. Was in the military. My he dad was. No Yo, my Did you dad? go out of country? No, never. Damn. No, he like. No, no, no. My, my parents are old. Yeah. So, oh. He wanted like five hundred kids. Oh, so you, and shit. you got a gang yeah. single? Oh yeah, I'm one of eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Same mom, same dad. The youngest. Yeah. It's complex. I'm in the middle. It's yeah. all the same mom, same dad. No. Damn, why said it's complex? No, why you? Yeah, they do that shit too. Fuck outside the marriage and shit. Yeah, <laughs> like my my dad got my dad got nine, <laughs> and your mom got four. Okay, 
Oh, that's 13, ain't To it? be person. I know I do. It's not math. 13 <laughs> if, the, if like, a couple of them are intertwined. You got 13 siblings, nigga. <laughs> this man not doing numbers, bro. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> she claimed Oh, he got two with your mom. He claimed Yes. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Okay. That's man, the number, me right? Me and my little bro. We interviewing my man. You know what I'm saying? What, what inspired you to do this rap shit, for real? I love music, bro. Period. I mean, since the what day- inspired you to come from Detroit to Colorado? Yeah, that's a big one. Oh, we talked about that on another here. pod. Yeah, I mean, um, I was into a lot of bad shit in high school at a very young age, and I had grown a lot of bad habits with a lot of bad people, and I came to a certain age where I realized, like, I where what I want to do with what my age life. Was that? Oh, 16, 17. So I real I realized what I want to do and who I want to be, and I know I love music, and I was kind of denying that because I was always told it was one in a million. You have no chance. You got to go to college. You got to do yeah, this I'm and that. Yeah, NFL type shit. Yeah, it's like you never gonna do that, and it's like man, fuck that. And then I came to the age where it's like, yo, I got one life. I I I'm I'm me. I know you who make I good am. Good music though. I'm not even gonna cap with you. I respect. I I appreciate you, bro. You make music that got like emotion. Yeah, I try to speak, bro. It make you opinionated because music is supposed to make you feel like. Uh, I try to be vulnerable. It, it's music is supposed to make you create an opinion. And, and it's like I knew I could, I knew I can get into music because I know I'm a good writer. That's kind of how I got into it. Like I was writing poetry and and all sorts of shit at a very young age, and then like I, it kind of translated to music. So like you was good in language class and shit. Oh no, I failed English many times. I think I'm the only nigga. So in you this dropped out. I didn't drop out. I had to graduate. Where'd you graduate from? I graduated from Overland. Overland. I got my letter on the fridge. I got my GED. Let's go. That counts. Yeah, and I got a I got a college degree too, though. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 and if we being real, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I actually graduated. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I feel like I did. You didn't walk. I didn't walk because literally the day Overland walked, I moved back to Michigan. Damn, why you do that? It's just circumstances and situations. He's like, I got to go back. How long did you stay out there before coming back? 2015, I moved back to Colorado in 2019. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's back in, thank God. So wait, wait, so what year did you move back? Yeah. 2019. So you just moved back prior to the pandemic. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. So, and that's what's crazy is because I lived in a van for like a year. And that's how I the even. Van. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. I saw that. I and, saw that. And I literally just sold that I bitch she last was still week, living in last van. month. No, 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 no. No, this nigga was on like some um, like a uh, viral world type shit. Like, like yeah, yeah. Like living in a van. And if type I was shit. an extrovert, I probably could have capitalized off of that shit. But I was just living my life. Bro, you yeah. is an extrovert. I, Look I how mean, much you talking. Yeah, high key. <laughs> Jaden was so quick with that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, Sometimes. he's making a point. No, you an introvert. Hey, and you know where that comes from? Cause like my my sign is Aquarius, my moon is Leo. Yeah, my my rising is Aquarius. Do you believe in that shit? I do. I so, do. It's I like, do. so it's like, so it's like I'm I'm Aquarius twice, which makes me like kind of a weirdo, kind of a creative. But like that Leo moon, you know, that that's inside me. I want to be loud. I want to be the dominant energy. Yeah. Yeah. 
one of my favorite signs after probably uh, Gemini and Sagittarius is Leo. But uh, I don't characterize people off of their sign. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't really believe in it for a long time until I realized that, like, the patterns are consistent. Yeah. I believe yeah. in the stars and shit. Well, See, that's what we, it is. We, do y'all believe in, like, uh, like, uh, how can I put it? Certain levels of spirituality, like acid and shit, and shrooms yeah. and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Y'all believe in that type of shit? 100%. I feel like uh, astrology is the oldest religion. And I feel like I would characterize you think it's that. It's a religion or a science. It's a religion. It's not a science. I, it, it's it's both. Fact. So, but, it's so what do you base time off of in day and night? So like, what? so like, uh, I'm asking him real quick. Okay. What Since he mean? think he said he said it's a it's not it's a religion, not a science. Because you can't prove that it's a fact. You can't create hypotheses and, off of what specific. So like, um, personality traits being aligned with. You know, like that's just a consistency. Yeah, you can't base no personality trace off of science, but what you can base <laughs> off of science is like um, <laughs> time and shit. You know yeah, what I'm like day by day, because when you think about the concept of time, it's basically measure measurement of space, the movement of space. Right, you know what I'm saying, and the, not the movement of space, your movement through space. Right, you know what exactly. I'm saying? But what they got to do but with that's astrology. astrology? But that is astrology what? because astrology is all about the aspects of the planets. So it's more than just your okay. sun sign. Yeah, issue. and then when you when everything you, when you start talking about like uh, psychics and things like that, like psychics in the past wasn't based off of what you could predict in the future, off of what you could see in your mind. It's based off of what you could predict off of your. Uh, it's like a, a math equation. Your possibilities of the future. <clears throat> Okay. Like I could put together that uh somebody at this table might pour another drink before the night in. Highly possible. Because, Highly possible. Right. You know, see what I'm saying? That's not necessarily uh 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 seeing into the future. That's based off of the present and putting together some complex science. Now I think if people uh were trained all their life to predict into the future and compound these poss- possibilities into certain equations off of human behavior, then people will be able to write things such as the Bible when they study the earth and human behavior. They'll write things so far into the future because these ain't five-year plans. These are 5,000-year plans. Right. That's you know what I'm saying? Said. So it's not necessarily seeing into the future on some Nostradamus shit like I'm tapping into a high power. It's just typing, tapping into your higher self, your and, highest capabilities and if they your had power. an incentive to rewrite history and diminish uh, prior history. I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of firmly against the Bible and what it meant why, to humanity. Why, why, what you get the Bible? You no, get the Quran and the Bible. I mean, I feel. Oh, man, I mean, religion in general, I feel like, is just a dividing tool. But yeah. spirituality, I feel like, was kind of flushed out in in the process of that. So, like, the Bible kind of tried to so you you rewrite agnostic. history. Agnostic or, or atheist? I'm agnostic. I, I'm neither. I'm spiritual. I believe in the universe. Do That's why believe, I call God. So you believe in all prophets, almost? Yeah. That's agnostic, right? Yeah, agnostic is I don't know. In a higher power, I believe. 
Yeah. yeah, it's where you just believe in almost all these mantras and like yeah. prophets existed, like Moses and Allah and Jesus and Moses didn't and Buddha. Oh, I didn't know yeah. it was that specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought it was it's just a, believe in something bigger than you type. No, nah, it's believe in all religions. No, you right. And I knew that. That's like kind of agnostic. You agnostic, oh, well, yeah, I love but, um, I kind of believe that. Yeah, I work yeah, out. Cause you ain't atheist. Atheist is where you don't believe none of that. Right, which I definitely don't. Like you just hear. Right, like, but agnostic mean like you believe in, and and I've always told my mom who raised me super Christian like what if I grew up in you know Far East Asia and never heard the word of Jesus, right? Like would he deny me from the gates of heaven? No, nah. if I never had the opportunity to make it. What you think heaven is? I mean, I I mean the Christians portray it one way. I don't necessarily believe in it. You but, don't believe in heaven. But even then, don't all but even have if their own perspective of what it is. There's a lot of Wait, genres of Christianity. But I feel like if there is a heaven, I feel like it's going to be based on your intentions and how you lived your life and your, you know, how you followed your potential. So, so it's something you experience after you lived your life. Yeah, I don't believe in it, to be real. I don't believe in heaven and hell. I believe in I heaven. believe more so in reincarnation. You do? I do. The only reason though is because it's it's somewhere you fuck niggas gotta go, and I can't have my spirit so, after this so deal with you. Fuck so it's gotta be somewhere so you the, fuck niggas you go. Fuck niggas so the argument, so the argument for that right is reincarnation, where it's like imagine one soul versus one lifeline. You know what I'm saying? So. The soul is gonna live its What's life. The, wait, what you mean? One soul. Listen, one listen, one? listen. I'm about okay, to explain okay. it. Mm-hmm. So, a soul's lifeline might be a thousand some actual human lives. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, if that soul is young, you know, a a toddler per se. Okay. And it portrays itself in human form. It's gonna be a a fuck boy, as you said. Something naive, right? Exactly. Whereas, like, in its later age, it's going to be an old soul, quote-unquote. You know what I'm saying? And then it it eventually just reincarnates until it reaches its maximum potential. And then it becomes right. a Jesus or a Buddha. Yeah, that's, that, we, that's the belief in reincarnation, that you keep reincarnating until you until become you, a god, basically. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of believe in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what theory I kind of like is What's uh, that? like Dia de los Muertos. What is what? that? Like That's Mexican. That's yeah, Spanish. Day of the Dead, basically. Yeah. And it's uh, this man got Coco? a Mexican girl. Have you seen Coco? You're Mex. Uh, you got a. I mean, I was. Gonna you say, know our. Best I seen Coco. I, I heard Coco movie. was fire, but sad. I ain't never Fuego. seen it. Yeah, yeah. And basically, it's like okay, so. What they do is like they put up a, like I don't want to call it an altar, but like that's what it is. Yeah, an altar, and they'll put like pictures of their dead relatives and stuff like that, and like the stuff that they enjoyed. And basically, it's supposed to like be there for their spirit to come and like take. And like in the movie, it's really cool because like they're going into the afterlife, I guess, basically yeah. where they're still alive, but like. Obviously, during this time, Dia de la Muertos, they come across, like, back to the real world to come gather their stuff that's left out for them. Are y'all keeping up? I'm sorry. You said the niggas that's dead come back. 
I their mean, spirit the comes that's back. Dead, that's come, but they have to like have a. It's almost like they have to have a passport, basically. Like if if no one puts your how picture, how you get up, a passport? How you get a passport to come back to Earth to come by back having to your picture up? Yeah, your picture has to be put up. So if your picture's so not put people up, people have to remember you. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like if you weren't remembered, legacy. And after so long, <laughs> after so long, if you weren't remembered, like your spirit dies too. So it was like you want to be remembered, basically. In right. A sense. So you need to make sure your legacy impacts people in a positive exactly. way. Exactly. In the real world. That's interesting. In the real world, like so, like be so people know. could remember you, so you could survive you in this beautiful in afterlife so that yeah. is waiting. But I feel like even aside from just like the Mexican culture, I feel like yeah, you you got a Mexican that live girl. forever. Yeah, I do. Okay, but like people <laughs> that live forever are not. You know, when they say like legends never, never die, die. You know what I mean? It's like because their music's gonna live on forever. Right. People will always talk about that. I mean, we're talking about like Plato and Socrates, and bro. And Socrates. When they were however long ago. We're still talking about like their philosophy. years ago, right? Uh, so it's like, like they that, so. had Dang. an impact. And Tupac, nigga. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, nah, bro. That'll put too much pressure on nah, life. Hold on. What, what, what's your point with the uh, people living forever? I just think that, like, as far as y'all are talking about, like, a reincarnation, like, maybe if, like, an afterlife was like that, like, you go, you live cool as long as, like, you impacted people somebody, in a positive like, you way. know what I mean? Yeah, but if, if nobody's carrying your name on, then it's like, are you really still living for real? Like, your energy isn't carrying on anymore. How That's real shit. It's that? like manif- manifestation after you die yeah. of a legacy. In a but, but you got to take into consideration, we remember a lot of really horrible people gandhi hitler you think these niggas right. should be living it up in the afterlife See, and that's where you make it tricky well, hold on you're not even to throw gandhi in the same conversation as hitler bro. as hitler huh that nigga was wily i heard some shit about gandhi bro yeah, yeah of no course facts, bro of course heard you heard some shit bro. about gandhi and he wasn't perfect but hey, he wasn't hitler bro honey, i got some shirts for y'all nah oh, yeah, you right it is nah. we did hold you for a while broski i've been wanting one of these for a minute when you gonna come out with the website I hit you up with Squarespace. I'm going to have the website up by June 3rd. Let me know Let me know if they fit y'all. And then um, if they don't, just let me get the shirt back and I'll give you all the right size. No cap. This is a medium. You got a medium? You need a medium? I got medium. My bad. I'm about to medium. Oh, yeah. These are all medium. What size y'all need? I can do XL. XL. Large. And then what? A 3XL. A 3XL. Hey. I got, actually got a 3XL. Hey, but we're not finna diminish. Not at all. I got y'all. Yeah. What y'all could do is y'all could give that to your girl or something. Fucking curve and the And then w- I'll come back with the XL and the large for you. Okay. Yep. Bada boom. Just for y'all. Just get that to your girls or whatever. My bad for bringing the wrong sizes. No, you're not. You're good. You good. We grateful. Gifts. Get it. Just get it to somebody. Yeah. Appreciate you blessing us with your presence. Thank you, Jay. That's a real nigga. Nah, that's your heart. Hey, I appreciate this. We could we could close this out. Whatever. I mean, I'm I'm not ending it. I just thought that was a perfect time to give y'all some shit. Oh, no, that's fair. I mean, we have been going. We was about to go into a loophole. I hope I provide y'all with some good content Like I said, hey man, I got I curvy dropping Make sure y'all go tap in with me That's coming out June 3rd You know what I'm saying? My nigga June just shot some of my 3rd. content 
And um, basically, I got a lot of shit on the way, man. I got some more T-shirts on the way. These from the old collection. I got some more shit on the way from the initiated. That's what we changing the brand to. Okay. And um, Dr- drop your IG and all. Oh yeah, my and, IG and elite. The link. official great. The official great G R eight spell great with an eight. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever forget it. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on YouTube at Curve the Great G R eight Curve C U R V E not Curve. Curb, nigga, curb. You know I'm saying, make sure y'all go follow. Y'all go follow me. Tap in. I'm doing performances, everything. I really appreciate this opportunity. I'm gonna definitely be back because I fuck with the vibe. Fuck like yeah. I said, I might not even be on camera. I might be behind the scenes, just smoking and drinking. <laughs> you and see that you know cloud saying? come through? I you know, curving the stew. You, know, you fuck with me. You know what I'm saying, I fuck with these guys. Oh. These guys is uh, my bad. My bad. These guys nah, is, uh, that's um, cool. definitely gonna do something legendary in the uh, industry and shit. And I just appreciate being on the 12th episode. It's some uh, hot shit. I hope I provided some information and I just look like an asshole up here. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. This was a good pod. That, that was an intelligent pod. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of flagrancy. Not a lot. Nah. Even off this camera, we're finna have some good conversations. Just to let you know the shit real. So Ain't I'm no fucking here. doubt. Hey, hey, and this is Jaden's least favorite part of the <laughs> part, oh, of, part of the pocket. No, we're gonna do a game. Okay. Uh, I. I don't know if you've been tuning into the pod recently, yeah, but but uh, at the end of the pod, we've been doing an ad game. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of working that. Let me see this part. What is this? So we give each other a random brand, and we got to do an ad on the spot. And All it's right, kind of just working that. the muscle to do ads in the future. But okay. at the same time, it's funny as fuck to watch people try to come up with an ad. I want to see Jaden first. Oh <laughs> so, so you you can opt out, but we gon' we gonna let you go last either way. All right, oh, Sammy, no, Jaden, you gotta go first. No, no, no. We gonna do. It I'll like go. This. I'll go. I'll Dre go first. He go second. I go third. You go last. We gonna give each other random brand names off the top, and you gotta sell product. All right, bet. Period. All right, Dre. All um, right. listen, listen, listen. Nair. Listen, I, 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 I might be disrespectful with this one, but oh god, nah, bro. What? Nah, bro. Uh, you want to do a ad for Weight Watchers? <laughs> Recently rebranded as WW because Weight Watchers is too offensive. <laughs> All right, I got it. Yeah, let's go. You ready? Let's go. Listen, you fat motherfuckers. <laughs> Stop being so motherfucking sensitive. Watching the clock waiting to get skinny. Watch your motherfucking weight. Weight Watchers. I don't know what's in the package. I don't know if it's a meal plan or a gym, but we need it. And we gotta improve ourselves and be better. Facts. And if we yeah. don't do it, who will? Nobody. Yeah, that. Weight Watchers, WW. <laughs> WW. When you look it up on Google, www.ww.com. <laughs> Promo code Stop wow. Eating So Goddamn Much. <laughs> Yo, say no. Say no. Put the, the donut fries. down. <laughs> Get the Big Mac meal. Get a salad. We don't make the rules. All right, short and sweet. Short and right. sweet. You fat motherfuckers. <laughs> you fat fucks. <laughs>
I'm right there with you. We gonna watch this way. That was wild. Okay, 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 Jaden. We got Jaden. Okay, Jaden. Oh, Jaden. Yeah, let's get Jaden. On the hot seat. Um, I was trying to see what he say. Oh man, let's do. Oh man, um, Dre, you got an idea for this boy? Nair. Nah, nah. What nah, Nair? Nah. Like the hair <laughs> shit? Yeah. Cause this boy got the fucking curls it's of Goldilocks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nair is to remove hair. I know. Disney Channel Plus or some shit. Disney, <laughs> Disney Channel Plus. <laughs> no, we gotta hit him with the obscure. Cause you never get the sponsorships you want. Like, how do I end up with Weight Watchers? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Come on, do Nair. Honestly, uh, Nair is some '90s shit, bro. Bring it back. He don't know nothing about it. I to do OnlyFans. Oh, <laughs> did we okay. do one? You might okay. have to. OnlyFans at? You want to do well OnlyFans at? We well versed. We start like throwing ads? Okay. OnlyFans. An ad from the perspective of like someone that should purchase or someone that should create. Yeah, you're promoting a nigga. Yeah, yeah somebody that should purchase. Okay. You want to. bitch. You want to make a bag real quick? And, uh, <laughs> That's how you come in. You okay, you you got you got. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so you could either make a bag or you could spend a bag. It's really up to you. Uh, whatever you're looking for, I guess, is on there. Uh, <laughs> 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 what you? Come on, know. make me buy. Make me. Yeah, maybe enthusiast. Maybe you okay. want to join this shit. Are you horny? You, you, <laughs> Whoa. you feel me? Whoa. You trying to grab the attention with that? <laughs> it's like fuck yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> what? All right, so go go search up your favorite oh, fucking yeah. content creator that you could possibly think of. Uh huh. You know, even your local. Girl from high school that you thought was was hot, and uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she popping that thing. Just go make yourself an account real quick, <laughs> and go spend away. Right, Have a good right, time. Right, right, right. The twenty dollars you got Only caps fans. for a month. <laughs> they got deals. You could you know get a three month package. Come on, come on. Tell them niggas, Jay. Come Whatever on. you want. That's a good one. Listen, God damn that was, that was wild That Which was wild my man Lucas Yeah I'm trying to think um, uh, I know the The random brand You know what I'm saying Trying to come up with that shit is, Black it, It's not matter. as easy As it should be Hey yo We could What he said He said Black Lives Matter That's oh fucked up Oh my god That's fucked up oh No we not gonna do that You would do my nigga I was gonna say Ritz crackers because it was right here. Nah. Damn, because I'm a cracker. <laughs> I mean, that's why I didn't want to <laughs> say it. Easy. That's, like, that's too easy. easy. That might that's be too easy. Give my man Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Sell that shit. With that <laughs> shit. Yeah. He, he justified right. it with the Weight Watchers shit. All right, sell all that right, shit. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, we got to think of a good angle here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey man I was out there marching I seen a lot of white people You know what I'm saying Doing it for show Where was y'all at? Where was the donations? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Where was where was the 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 passion? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like y'all be going hard for the fucking Lakers when they win the finals, but like Black Lives Matter, y'all don't believe that. What we doing? Your favorite football team. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all support football and basketball. Yeah, like <laughs> you don't think that like they would be popping without black people? Like, imagine your favorite football team with all white people. It wouldn't even be a team. Oh, and right. seventeen. Oh, <laughs> like, like the Detroit Pistons. Okay, I like the angle. Okay, no okay, line, listen. No okay, listen. As he turning red. <laughs> Lucas X. Dark chocolate more fire than white chocolate. <laughs> we know this for a fact. <laughs> that is so fucking ignorant. Which I'm so. It's facts. Let's facts. give it to him. Let's hey. give it to him. It's healthier. Hey, with the safest route. I cook the safest route. All right, y'all gonna cut me off before I really fucking. Nah, yeah, yeah, fuck. don't go in. Yeah, don't, don't go in. Don't go in. Don't go no further. This will turn into a speech. Yeah, all right, Curve. All right, Curve. All right, what we got for Curve? We got. Let oh, me get man. a brand. Apple. For iCurvy. Apple. All right, let's see. Okay. okay. How y'all feel about that? Apple? An advertisement for Apple. Is that a come on with okay, okay. I was going to say Ziploc bags. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gave me, yo, you gave me Ziploc bags. Come on. Ziplocs. They gave me bacon soda one week. All right, let me think about it. Let me think about it. Give me 10 seconds. He gave me 10. Do you need a bag to hold things that you don't need people to know what you need to hold? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a bag for your kids to go to school? Yeah. For them to hold their lunch? Oh, yeah. You do? I do. I do. Well, I got the perfect bag for you. Oh, oh no. Best believe. What is I got the zip lock. Hey. <laughs> it keeps you safe just like a Glock. You know what I'm saying? Tap it with the new zip lock bags. Keep everything nice and tight. When you weigh that thing out. I'm talking about that thing. When okay. you wear that thing out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you wear that thing out. You gotta scale the bag first. Scale the bag out. Alright, you right. You right. <laughs> scale that bag out. Put the bag in a container. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of peripherate the edges. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Peripherate the edges. You know what I'm saying? Around the container. Then unload the substance <laughs> of whatever you're unloading, whether that be a sandwich or whatever's paying your rent. You know what I'm saying? Let me wrap this up because I don't want too much of y'all time. You know what yeah. <laughs> What's the promo code? Promo code. Promo code. Curvy at Curvy Z. Curvy Z. Curvy Z. Curvy Z. Go to oh. ziplock.com. You know, you and what are we getting off? Free. You can get the mini bags. You get 50% the mini off. The bags? mini bags? You How many 50, the mini bags? 30, mini bag, 30 <laughs> mini bags for 50% off. Tap it with Ziploc. Load the something that pay your rent or feed your kids, whatever. <laughs> okay. Ziploc okay. bags, top in, come to great. Hey. It's been another episode of the Fool's Gold Podcast. Shout King Sage. Gold. 
True Penny J. I'm Aquaman Lucas. We're here with True. P- Hey, nice to meet you. I'm drunk. It's Curve the Great. (laughs) Yes, Curve the fucking Great. We out. All right. Peace and and cut. Peace. That was a great episode. That was a great episode.